on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We've got a decent bit of news. Uh, most of the news is from some outside of WWE and AEW pay-per-views that Chad and I have watched over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 16 and Impact Hard to Kill. Um, WWE Forbidden Door stuff. Some Corey Graves news, if you haven't seen it yet. But Corey Graves might be back. Uh, and then we have a retro pay-per-view from this week. We're talking Judgment Day in your house from 1998. Following up the breakdown in your house pay-per-view that we watched. I don't even remember how long ago. It's been a hot minute since we've done a retro pay-per-view. And then the weekly recap from this week. No like special TV shows this week, but I thought wrestling was pretty all right this week. To say the least, it was pretty all right, pretty good. Pretty all right to borderline pretty good. I enjoyed it. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. You guys ready to go? Uh, yep. Yeah. Let's go. Welcome into episode 39 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I am Dylan. I'm joined by a very depressed Joe and Chad. Uh, Joe's slightly depressed because of something about that place that we don't talk about. So we won't really get into that and we can talk about wrestling. Um, something that hopefully will put Joe's mind at ease. We'll see. Um, we were talking about the news before we started recording uh, the news from the week and I have one thing that I wanted to talk about from last week that we didn't get the chance to talk about because I think it was just because I forgot. Um, but it had to do with the day one pay-per-view. And I don't know why I said pay-per-view because these are now called premium live events, boys. Did we catch that? Did we catch that during during the show? I mean, it was kind of hard not to not to catch, but... We, we we're starting we're starting to call these premium live events. How do you feel about that? They're not pay per views anymore. By by definition, you cannot go to pay per view and buy them anymore. You have to go to Peacock. So I mean, sounds like it's an adequate term for what what they used to be versus what they are now. Are, are you up like really upset by this? I'm not upset at all, but the internet was. So I just wanted to see where your all's minds oh. were at. No, I'm not upset by the the term we're using for it. It's not a pay-per-view. AEW has pay-per-views. You literally pay money each time you want to watch it. 
when you watch it on your cable subscription, that's a pay-per-view. I agree. And I, I, I did think it was funny, though, that just that it's just called a premium live event because it sounds like, I mean, let's be honest, it sounds like you're watching porn. Like, I'm going to I'm going to tune into this premium live event. But instead, you, I'm, you watch I'm not live I'm, porn. Wait a minute. Hold <laughs> on. You watch live porn. That's just what it that's just it's what call, it, it, they're they're cam girls. All right. <laughs> that's just that's just what it that's just what it sounds like. All right. I'm not saying that I watch I don't even. I guess cam that's girls, how you would do it, porn. cam girls. But it's just the way that it sounds. It just sounds funny. Maybe it's just because it's new. So it, I, cam honestly, girls aren't new, dude. Well, the name premium live event is new. That's what I meant. It's just it, it was just funny sounding to me. That's I guess that's what that I guess just that's what I meant about Does it. Does Leslie know you have an infatuation with premium live events? I don't have an infatuation with them. It's Gigi not Dolan, an addiction. Does she make those? I have it under control. I wish. Wait, you Luckily, wish Leslie doesn't them? listen to this podcast. I'm confused. Do you wish Gigi Dolan made them, or you wish you didn't have an addiction? I'm confused. No comment. <laughs> Both in the same. Moving on. No comment whatsoever. Well, um, I would say probably the biggest news of the week. Um, Corey Graves. Corey Graves is cleared for his in-ring return. He's been out for as long as I can remember because when I started watching wrestling again, so I stopped watching wrestling in like 2007 and I started again in 2015 and he was already, I think, on the NXT commentary team or in his transition to the commentary team. I have never seen Corey Graves wrestle live. I think I have gone back and seen him watch. I, I have watched a match. Um, I'm, I'm excited because I think he's still going to be commentating, but then he's also going to wrestle still. That was the news that I saw is that he's cleared for return, but they do not intend to move him off the commentary team. I would not be surprised if he makes like a surprise Royal Rumble entrance, but then doesn't, it's not necessarily what we would call a full-timer. Oh, I could totally see the Royal Rumble announced team being like Corey Graves, Michael Cole, Pat McAfee, maybe even Saxton, and having like two or three out of the four of them being in the Royal Rumble. That would, that, that one, I think, would make me a little upset. The minute we get into like four or five gimmick entrants, I start getting frustrated. Like, we already have Johnny Knoxville. Pat McAfee's a gimmick entrant. Byron Saxton's a gimmick entrant. So you kind of got to think about it though. Is like they've cut so many people, and they're not gonna they're not gonna have that many. I can't imagine they're gonna have that many NXT people in the Rumble. I mean, may, probably Grayson Waller. I would assume. I would hope. And Champa maybe. Maybe Champa because he's oh, been Ch- on main, Champa's gonna be in the Rumble. He's been on main event lately. I've seen Champa so. and Walter are gonna be in the Rumble. So I would hope. But other than that, like. Yeah, there's a ton of people on the main roster, but you know what this is gonna feel like? This is probably gonna feel like those 05 through 07 rumbles where like people like Simon Dean would show up and you'd be like, You're watching it 20 years later, like we're gonna watch these, you know, in five, six years from now when we finally get to like the 05, 06 rumbles, <laughs> and we're gonna be like, Who the absolute fuck is this guy? Who is Simon is Dean? You don't remember Simon Dean? Oh, I do. Okay, no, yeah. no Simon... I was just that's exactly who like 
we're going to get to the Royal Rumble here this year, and that's going to we're going to go that far into the roster. It's like not who the, be like who the 12. fuck is who the fuck is Mordecai? Gonna <laughs> be like who the fuck is Veer Mahan? <laughs> no, it, no he'll he, never show up. You're right. Yeah, isn't he the one that's been like coming to Raw soon for like yeah. the past like three, three months? months. <laughs> We're gonna be like, who the fuck was Shanky? <laughs> yeah, but I would say, needless <laughs> to say, I think we're all excited to see Corey Graves in the ring. I hope that it's not just a one-off Rumble appearance. I wouldn't think it would be. I feel like Corey Graves talks enough shit about a lot of people on the roster that he could have. He could walk into any sort of uh, feud that he would want to. I mean, I don't know. If- you said you watched like what a match of his NXT time? Yeah, and I don't even Ish. remember it, so I just know that I have. I remember when I first started watching NXT, I went back and watched all the NXT takeovers and some of the weekly episodes to like lead up into them. And I don't remember him being an overly entertaining wrestler, but I do remember him being good. I I think he had a tag team with Neville who were like the tag team champions. Yeah, I think I it was Neville. that stuff. I believe I believe it was Neville. Yes. That's like the only thing I remember him doing in that time frame. So I mean, he was an NXT tag team champion. That's all that's literally all I remember. I mean, he was a I don't know if he was a tag team specialist. I I really don't know. But I I think that's Are we still talking about Corey Graves? Yeah, I think that's part of the entry. Yes, we are. I think that's part of the entry right. is that I don't really know like what he's going to get into, but it's going to be fun. I saw the only, <clears throat> the only match I ever remember seeing of him, of his was uh, him against a wrestler named um, shit. What was his name? Leaky. So Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah, it was an FCW <laughs> match. Okay. Were you guys were you guys already talking about that? No. No. Okay, cool. I thought the way that you said leaky though, I was like, does he not know that that was a Roman Reigns? No, I know I I know that it's Roman Reigns. Okay. Um some other stuff from the week. So Chad and I, I guess I've so we'll we'll go a little bit into Wrestle Kingdom and Hard to Kill here really quick. Uh, just some takes from that because this is mostly a WWE AEW show. So we'll just touch on them real quick, Wrestle Kingdom, because it's New Japan's WrestleMania, basically. Um, we'll start with that. So Chad's watched night one. Um, honestly, my big takeaway from night one was that it was slightly underwhelming. Like that was that had the the junior heavyweight title match right with yes takahashi yeah takahashi versus el uh, desperado desperado yeah which was one of the better matches on the card and still was for sure mind-blowing like a lot of it wasn't kingdom stuff my my entire take from night one was that it was slightly underwhelming honestly like i looked at the card and it looks like night one is like a lot of night one was like random three on three match with people in night two. Like they had the United Empire facing, I think it was LIJ. Yeah. Los in- in Gubernables, uh to Japan. They took on like um, Naito, Sonata, and somebody else that I can't remember. 
Bushi. Bushi? Ibushi. It was just Bushi. Yeah, Bushi. It was Bushi, Naito, and uh, Sonata. And then on the next night, it was supposed to be Jeff Cobb versus Naito. And yep. uh, Great Okan versus Bushi. So, like, like it felt like that a lot. Ha- that happened a lot on night one. It was, like, random three-on-three match where this faction versus this faction. But those two people are fighting on night two. And night two has a longer list, a longer runtime, and more one-on-one matches and less, like, three-on-three randomness. Right. Yeah, so it's kind of weird because they haven't like in the past since the, since they've been doing the two night Wrestle Kingdom, it hasn't really been like that. But now I think because of COVID and the like the travel restrictions, and then couple that with like New Japan Strong being such a big deal now that they've got some people in the U.S. that they can't have come back they can't have them come back to japan to do wrestle kingdom that their roster is a little bit thinner so they have to use the same people two nights in a row i saw i actually read up on that it's exactly the case is a lot of the big time stars that have been wrestling on new japan strong just were not able to clear visas and everything to get into japan because of all the restrictions so right your jay whites your gorillas of destiny you know people like that have been in the united states for a while just can't get back over there so like even on night two, the pre-show was all stuff that came out of the rumble that they did on night one. So like it just the same people were wrestling on both cards and it kind of yeah. created it, a little monotony between the two nights, which is not normal for them. Yeah. So I think if you just took Wrestle Kingdom and took just like th- the major one-on-one matches that they were heavily advertising, I think it was if you would take those and put them all as one and then just kind of moved aside the the multi-man tag matches then yeah i think it was a pretty damn good show um night two had the i think the final two matches were probably the best two matches that either night could produce it was um tanahashi and or tanahashi versus kenta and then okada and osprey okada and osprey was just incredible chad's only seen night one but yeah, I mean, I think I think just the entire show. If you take all, if you take both nights, there was a night three that I haven't watched because I think it was, it was like it was a joint show, pro wrestling, pro the, wrestling yeah. Noah versus New Japan or something like that. Yeah, it was pro wrestling Noah versus New Japan. It wasn't in Tokyo Dome, and it was like three or four days after the first two nights. So yeah, so it, it was just not something that I was looking forward to watching. So I just didn't. Um, but yeah, if you take the first two nights of Wrestle Kingdom just and just have the the major one-on-one matches, I think it was a very good show. If you just looked at those matches, but other than that, like the multi-man tag matches kind of underwhelming this year. But a couple things. There's 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 a there's a pandemic going on. So a couple surprise appearances I do want to mention real quick that uh, I think we've talked about before in did you watch the pre-show on night one with the the rumble the, no i didn't watch the pre-show the the pre-show match of the whole card on night one was a new japan rambo which is a their version of a rumble yeah they do Royal that every rumble. year um Ta- takamichi noku yeah made a surprise return yeah he still <laughs> he still wrestles for them from time to time like he was doing like the 
uh, what's the junior heavyweight tournament? Um, best of super juniors. He was doing that like yeah. up until like a few years ago. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They so. mentioned that it was his comeback match. Um, but that one was kind of shocked me. And then pretty much everyone we've watched come over from new Japan in the U S this year, all showed up in that rumble. So you had, uh, Nagata who faced John Moxley earlier this year. Yep. Or in 2021, you had Minoru Suzuki and you had, uh, Kojima, Satoshi Kojima, who also faced Moxley. So like all, all those like older guys in New Japan that have been around a long time that's been over in the United States all this year, they all made appearances in that rumble, including Fujinama, who is 68 years old and had been wrestling for 50 fucking years and is a WWE <laughs> Hall of Famer. What the fuck? You know what yep. you won't find me doing at 68 years old? Wrestling living <laughs> jesus <laughs> i mean he's, he's probably he's probably on he's probably on to something there um i was gonna say just like moving around at a fast pace literally at all but fujinama is the inventor of the dragon screw you know that like leg move that they do all the time yeah and tanahashi he came, does it. he came down to the ring and just fucking dragon screwed everyone and then like got a pinfall on somebody and then was like eliminated. It was wild. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, let's talk about Hard to Kill here for a little bit. Uh, big what notes. A great fucking show. I agree. So this was just for some background. Chad watches Impact a lot. I don't watch it at all. And I decided to watch it. Watch an Impact pay-per-view here. And it blew my fucking mind how good it was because i just maybe it was because i wasn't expecting anything good even though i saw the card and i knew it would be good um but i mean just wow uh tom phillips or formerly known as tom phillips uh tom hannafin on commentary for impact now so good for him he was there with uh d'lo brown I thoroughly enjoyed them on commentary. One, and we'll, and, Brown's and we'll talk man. about D'Lo Brown here, here soon with uh, Judgment Day. I agree. You, you got lucky. The first, the first pay-per-view I get you to watch on Impact, one is like one of the best ones I've watched as I got back into them about a year and a half ago. But two, it's the first one Tom Hannafin is there, and he was way better than Matt Stryker. Matt Stryker was trash. I mean, I've I've heard matt striker commentate before though yeah so it's not good i know Dilo i brown and tom hannafin really did crush it i'm very excited for the future of those two together speaking yeah. of Dilo brown no just kidding we're not gonna um, get there yet other stuff uh, <laughs> just just the 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 idea of an ultimate x stipulation i've never watched that match those kinds of matches before um joe let me hold be on, the hold first on real quick have Joe, have you ever seen an Ultimate X match? No, I've never seen an Ultimate X match. I was match. about to say, Joe, let me be the first to say I highly recommend watching an Ultimate X match. Because so holy for shit. The, for the viewers who don't know and have never watched an Ultimate X match, basically they take four uh, posts, very similar to if you had like a flag on a pole match or something like that. Those kind of posts, they put them in the four corners of the ring. They put a ring rope across the top of them in the shape of an X. So two ring ropes across the ring. 
and then they hang something from the center of the X and you have to go get it basically like climbing these ring ropes that are hanging feet above the ring so the 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 hard to kill match was the first ever women's one it was six women in a women's ultimate next match it was good but i can promise you i can give you some great a ultimate x matches that will blow your mind it's a very cool stipulation it's the only only impact does it yes and i would i would very much like to hear some of those recommendations offline uh where we're not wasting time talking about that but yes the idea of the match is so cool and i'm excited to watch more of them uh other big stuff just ring of honor is i guess was back on this show they uh they made multiple appearances i mean just 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 some stars from ring of honor um ogk was there roxy was there um you're gonna have to help me with some of the other ones because i might not have wrote them down uh jonathan Gresham had a match where he defended. Well, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, they had the Ring of Honor World Championship Championship defended on the card in a pure rules match. Something uh, Dylan had also not watched before. Pure Pure rules rules match. I mean, I have watched Ring of Honor before, um, just like on YouTube, but I think maybe just like when I did, I didn't appreciate the the pure rules match. There's just it's just cool stuff, like cool stipulations that you don't see in WWE or AEW. Yeah, stuff that you can only see outside of them in a place like Impact or in a place like Ring of Honor. It's just cool to see. Yeah, Ring of Honor definitely making an impact on a few shows now, but I think they're doing oh. a full... <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> we'll talk about that more later, but uh, Ring of Honor definitely primed for kind of an invasion storyline on Impact, which is going to be super entertaining, especially with my favorite part of Ring of Honor, uh, other than the AEW guy, uh, being OGK and OGK being in Ring of uh, or Impact now is awesome. Yeah. And then um, they announced, well, I guess they didn't announce it, but they did, they did advertise for Supercard of Honor, which is on April 1st, I think. Yep. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I think it's in, is it in Dallas? It's in Texas. I don't remember if it's in Dallas. I, f- I feel like I remember seeing it and thinking like, oh, it's in the same place WrestleMania is, but I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm going to grab another beer. Oh, yeah. Dylan got his first uh, enjoyable experience with my all-time, my current favorite Impact wrestler, uh, Moose, who defended his championship <laughs> oh. in a, a oh. triple threat match. Let me just, let me just talk about, let me talk about Moose's entrance music real quick. Um, I think Moose has the best final boss entrance music. Dude, do you think Roman Reigns' entrance music is like perfect for Roman Reigns? They they chant Moose's name during Moose's intro, and it's it's absolutely fucking amazing. If this guy shows up <laughs> somewhere else, I would be fucking stoked. I like, love Moose. I'm trying to think of like some f- like like final boss entrance music and Roman Reigns definitely has that vibe right now. Mm-hmm. Moose Moose's is a thousand times better. Uh and Roman and that's not saying like Roman Reigns is bad. It's just that Moose's is that much better. Um I feel like Miro has some final boss entrance music. 
somebody else on AEW has it too. I can't put my finger I mean, on it. I, I can't really think of anyone. The, the only comparison I can make to to what you're talking about with Moose is like the Wal- Walter when oh, he Walter. enters. It's Walter. That's who I was thinking of. Is, yeah. is Imperium's entrance music. Dude, none of those are even touch Moose's no, intro. They're not even close. It's like, so good. Not, not just the music too. It's like lights, the crowd. It is perfect. It's so good. I just, man. Impact World Champ. Yeah. And yeah, Moose Moose retained. Um, and then we had the main event, uh, the women's or not the women's, the knockouts world championship. Uh, first time it was ever the main event of a impact card. The women had never main evented a impact wrestling event. I mean, a pay-per-view before impact becoming progressive, uh, Deanna Perrazzo versus Mickey James in a Texas death match. This, uh, this stipulation kind of threw me for a loop because, the whole thing of their type of Texas death match thing was you pin the way you win the match was you pin somebody for a count of three. And then they also have to stay down for a count of 10. So there was a lot of three counts in this match and it, they, the match wouldn't end uh, until late in the match when Mickey James I forget like how the end of the match went, but she she pinned Diana and then stacked a bunch of weapons on top of her, and she won did some move into into tax. I remember tax were involved in that. Tax were involved. Move. Lots of weapons were involved. Um, Roxy was in the crowd. The Ring of Honor World uh, Women's World Championship or World Champion. Um, but Mickey not James, to get too far ahead on that, but did you see what happened last night on Impact? Oh shit! The Diana De- won, didn't she? Diana is now the Ring of Honor World Women's Champion. I did see that on on Twitter. I totally forgot about that. Roxy is no longer a thing, and the rumor mill is that she's a WWE signee. Roxy? Yeah, you said yeah. that she was at wow. that that tryout, right? Yep. Just a rumor, not confirmed, but she's exactly what they're looking for: polished, young, eighteen to twenty-two year olds from other companies interesting um well mickey james retains and is probably i highly doubt she's going to be walking into the royal rumble with the impact knockouts world championship but that's what the expectation of the internet is now is that because they, she won that match so it's last friday on she's... smackdown they announced that mickey james will be a part of the women's royal rumble match and the rumor mills are swirling with who else could be in the women's rumble? And then the rumor is also swirling that there is going to be a forbidden door entry into the men's Royal rumble. Well, why this I think is a little important is that both WWE and impact have acknowledged that she is the impact champion and she's going to go to WWE. So WWE acknowledged she's the current impact knockouts champion and then she said during her backstage promo before the match that main evented the hard to kill pay-per-view, she said, I want to go to the Royal Rumble with this title. If I win tonight, I'm going in as the Impact Knockouts champion. Yeah. So I can go become the number one contender for another championship in WWE. So if they're willing to have that forbidden door, it makes sense that the rumor mill on the internet is that they're going to do it with men as well. So, that so rumor mill is huge. So are you thinking Moose? 
that's what the internet thinks. And Moose this week on Twitter tagged Roman Reigns in a. I don't know if you saw this, but Moose. Well, he, like, I feel like he's been. I think him. he's been doing that for a while. Well, his I think intro he's been going to, at Reigns for a hot minute. I know. I talked to you about it when he first won the title, but he like he his like first impact after he won the title at Bound for Glory. He talked about if you're the. I don't care if you're the. If you're part of a new day, or I don't care if you're part of you're the king of kings and he like added a bunch of people in his like intro speech as champion across multiple different companies yeah so he's definitely willing to like add other people and mention their names so it's not overly shocking he's doing that with roman reigns right now do you think uh w morrissey makes an appearance in the rumble no fucking way <laughs> that, that's a big cast for those fans that don't know w morrissey is big cast <laughs> or enzo you think the, he could show zero percent chance that Enzo yeah, shows up? No one wants anything to do with that guy. That guy fucking is a walking injury waiting to happen. The <laughs> two rumor mills I've seen are Moose, if it's from Impact, or Billy Gunn, if they're able to convince AEW to let him come back for a for a one time thing. I feel like it wouldn't be Billy so, Gunn though, since they just released Road Dog. So, so first off, uh, you guys just reminded me of two pieces of news that I read this week in this whole forbidden door conversation. Uh, first one I'll talk about is, did you guys see that John, Lar John Laronitis is in conversation with Tony Khan right now? No. What, yeah. About, so what, apparently the like conversation, the conversation is WWE wants to do like the documentary style, WWE network style documentaries uh, with, WWE former stars that are currently in AEW and the conversations have been civil and looks like that could definitely happen. Oh, I think I have, I think I didn't see anything about like Laronitis and Khan being in talks, but I have seen things on the internet where it's like WWE reaching out to AEW so that they could get AEW wrestlers for like interviews or comments on certain documentaries of stuff. Like if WWE wanted to do a WrestleMania 37, uh, like like WWE 24 documentary where they could get Danielson for it or something like that. Yeah. I feel like they yeah, would be so, fine with that. So the, they let Chris Jericho do the. They let Chris Jericho do the. Yeah, I think they would sessions. too. Yeah. So so apparently that's a big conversation right now. And the other thing that you guys reminded me of is, did you see that Billy Gunn? just applied for the the like patent or trademark or whatever it is for New Age Outlaws after Road Dog got released. No. I didn't see not. I didn't see that he applied for that, but I Yeah. I did or I didn't see that he <laughs> applied for it, but I saw that it's not owned by WWE and that they Yeah, it's not owned for WWE rumors, and the rumors he, are swirling that they're going to be forming up again. Yeah, he he requ he like applied for the for the, I guess, patent, because that's the only word I could think of right now. Trademark? Trademark. Trademark, yeah. Trademark, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did so. It's a patent for the new invention. It's the new invention. You're going to get the... <laughs> you're going to get the uh, the badass Billy Gunn and... The Road Dog. I just listened. The road well, what does he Jesse say? James. The Road Dog, Jesse Ladies James. and gentlemen, yeah. boys and girls, World Wrestling Federation... 
uh something 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 brings you uh the wwf tag teams champions of the world you, you're talking about that is that what you're talking about yeah 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 that's what i was talking the road about. dog jesse james yeah badass oh, billy gun billy gun the new age outlaws yeah and then they that's what i was talking about promo actually. and then he hands the mic to billy gun and billy gun's like and if you're not down with that we got two words for you hmm yeah, that, that one. <laughs> um, I would like to say on your comment of the New Age Outlaws that I don't want to see that. <laughs> oh, you're such a nostalgia uh, party pooper. Hater? That's not true. You're a nostalgia I was so hater. stoked for a lot of things. I, when Sting showed up, I lost my shit. That's because when... you, the, well, one, I spoiled that for you, and you told me that Sting was your favorite wrestler of all time. So he's my number two favorite wrestler of all time behind Jeff Hardy. Jeffrey J. Jeffrey J. So you're so, a nostalgia hater on things that you aren't a fan of, which I guess I could that I, things I, I that could you're understand. indifferent about. <laughs> I'm indifferent. I and I also think that AEW's done way too much of like bring this old WWE guy in and try and do something that shows what he used to do. And I don't think. I want to see any more of it. I think they are doing a really good job with people that aren't those guys. No, I think it. I think it would be a fun one-off. I don't think they're going to continue to do it. I think I think I, it would. I I would definitely hate it if they had the New Age Outlaws in AEW and they did it for like a year plus. But if they did it as like a one-off, I would be totally fine with that. So let's well, think WWE one-offs in AEW real quick. Uh, Paul White had that one match. Did you enjoy that? Didn't it was so. a good pee break. Didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't fucking think so. Do you have any more examples? I'll because Mark Henry's killing later. it. Mark Henry is not killing it. Mark Henry got lucky that he had said one sentence that people latched onto. Yeah. And now it's time for the main event. Oh my gosh. We need to talk about this retro pay-per-view so that I can talk about Mark Henry later in it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Judgment Day in your house from 1998. They were in Chicago, Illinois. Um, let's start with signs. There was lots of signs. I have so many fucking signs. Lots of signs. I have, I have a good amount of signs. Oh, hell yeah. Joe's involved this week. So first off. I have 12 signs. I have. How many <laughs> did I say before? 14. You didn't say a number. You said lots. I, okay. So could imply, oh, I just want to get that could imply 14. Yeah. I just want to get one sign out of the way real quick. It was the first sign I saw of the night. Damn it. And okay. it was it was a sign that just said Chad with an arrow pointing <laughs> down at himself. Yeah. That was the first <laughs> one I wrote down too. <laughs> That's the second one I wrote down, but that was my personal favorite of the night. Chad. What was, <laughs> what was the first one you wrote down? I didn't see any before that. Dude, right before they showed that one, I saw one that said, Kane is a bitch. Oh, okay. Kane is a bitch. Um, the next one, <laughs> the next one I saw was just a continuation of the Monica Lewinsky stuff. Um, Clinton loves head. There, that was my favorite head sign of the night. There was lots of head signs. I'm not gonna continue. Yeah, I'll just continue. Real quick. There's so many. Yeah, it was just so many Val Venus and head signs that like you just gotta pick your favorite and roll with it. 
Yeah, my head signs were we want head and I love getting head. Yeah. Yeah, they really I mean they really love getting head in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. I think so. Joe, you have or Chad, go ahead. You got another one? Oh, I have some good ones. Uh <laughs> Uh, Mr. Sacco is in my pants. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I saw a Mr. Sacco sign that said Sacco for president, and it made me think. You'd probably do better. <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> I think my favorite one, other than the Chad down arrow one, or the Kane is a bitch one, which I really liked, uh, was China toss my salad. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got China toss my salad. Yeah. I got, I got um, two more people that I were outed. I got to be honest about the China toss my salad one. Um, I was like half paying attention at the time. And Leslie actually saw that one before I did. So she was like, Ooh, sign China toss my salad. I was like, nice, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yes. So I got, I got two more people that, that were outed during this pay-per-view. Oh, I did see a, somebody is gay sign, but I just couldn't think of who it was. If that's what so you're first off, the warrior is a homo. Saw that, mm. and and then I don't know who this is. Uh, Eric Bernetti is gay. I think it was Burnett. I don't think it was. Bernetti. Oh, it was Burnett. Yeah. Okay. I, I still, either way, I don't know who it is. I mean, I like to think that that person was was just celebrating their friend. Uh, In you the know, 90s, they were I doubt it. <laughs> they were excited that their friend was finally able to accept themselves, and. Uh, they they were celebrating his his coming out. From what I know about, how, I would hope um, so. Chicago is. I doubt that is the fact. I I bet that guy was not celebrating his friend. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. Um, um I had uh, Val Venus penetrated Chicago. That sign. I was had that huge. one. Huge. It was, it was two it was signs. Like four signs. <laughs> it was two signs in one. It was, one of the signs said Val penetrated and the other one said Venus Chicago. And for a second, I was like, <laughs> wait, what is this saying? And then they put it together and I was like, got it. <laughs> Val yeah. penetrates Venus Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was one up in the rafters that said Goldberg is my bitch. <laughs> I got a we lust for gold dust. Oh, that Ooh. was a, that was on my list. Chicago brought it. Let's just let's just be honest, because there's a lot of there's a lot of ones you guys are saying that I don't even have. Um, I had one that said I'm Wigan. Don't know if you guys know what Wigan yeah, means. That but, was, but I Urban Dictionary like, Wigan out. Like, yeah, Wigan I, out. I Urban Dictionary it because I had I was like Wigan. Wonder what that actually means. Uh, Wigan to go crazy on someone or something. And the uh, the the sentence it says yo. He stepped on her shoes and she started wigging on him. Yeah, that, that's, that's what, what I figured it was. Means. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'm just old, but I knew exactly what wigging meant. Yeah, I, 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 well, I kind of had an I, idea I, I, what I, it meant. I just wanted to make sure. Well, he he's from farmland, Maryland, so I'm. That is true. <laughs> this boy's <is> wigging. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any other ones? Um, I don't have any other good ones. Yeah. So I had a, a Kane Fears Paul T. I don't know who Paul T is. I had a that, uh, I and I don't, I don't I saw that one and I didn't write it down because I didn't know who Paul T was. 
Yeah. I, I didn't think this was a good one, but I saw it like fucking 50 times during that pay-per-view. And then the commentators talked about it. So I wrote it down. I got Austin for owner. I had Paget is a pedophile. Also don't know who Paget is. That was the back of a sign. They were doing the, the, the camera over the crowd thing. Yeah. I have no idea who that got is. Terry four sixty nine in the style of Austin three sixteen. For Terry, uh, Terry Reynolds, by the way. Yeah. yeah saw that one. Uh, Pete is a nugget, so we've moved on from uh, Owen. Uh, there was another really big sign with multiple people holding it that just said D'Lo sucks with an X. With an X. Uh, I got hot nuts. <laughs> oh, I, I, that's one of my favorite ones I had left. Hot, hot nuts. nuts. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> and then... Uh, Dylan and I talked about it while you were at that place, Chad, but there was one that said, I want to see Mrs. And we think it said Clem, Clement, Clem, Clement topless. Who's yeah. Mrs. We don't know. We don't know who Mrs. Clement is. Our only, well, our theory doesn't this is Joe's matter. theory. No, Joe, go ahead and tell me, go ahead and tell Chad your theory. So, um, so Joe's yep. theory was, <laughs> <laughs> I just completely just, forgot just, what I was going to say. I'm just going to tell you the fucking text <laughs> conversation. He said, um, I, I, I told him when I, when I figured out that it said Clement, uh, he said, Tyler Breeze's real name is Matt Clement. Maybe they're talking about him. I was like, he would have been 10 years old. <laughs> he said, so I was his, joking, by the way. He said, so his mom probably would have been pretty young at that time. <laughs> so, um joe's theory is that it's about tyler breeze's mom mm. tyler's got it going mom. on tyler's mom uh. <laughs> oh boy i think that's all my signs jesus the only other sign i had was doug farted <laughs> he did i have I have only one more good one. I have a couple more. But only one's really that good. During the Goldust Val Venus match, there was a Goldust has Venus Envy, but it was oh, actually Penis Envy. And it was X'd out over the P and had a V above it. So Goldust has Penis Envy. Yeah, I, I, I missed that one. I wrote, I wrote that one down and I forgot that I wrote it down. Maybe Goldust has a so many good wiener. signs. So many good signs in Chicago. Thank you to that crowd. Who was there in Chicago on that night? Twenty. Uh, did you see what the, <laughs> Did you see which arena they were in? The the Rosemont. The Rosemont Horizon. What's important about WWE history in the Rosemont Horizon? Mm, I know that that's where Money in the Bank 2011 was, and no, WrestleMania 13, and nope. even further back. Oh, further back than that. Yep. Shit. Two of the first three pay-per-views in WWE history happened in the Rosemont Horizon. Raven knew it. (laughs) (laughs) The Wrestling Classic, which was the second pay-per-view ever, and then it was one of three locations they went to at WrestleMania 2. Oh, yeah. The Two of the first three wrestling pay-per-views happened in Rosemont Horizon. Good trivia question, dude. You're welcome. (laughs) I got more for later. Yeah, I can't wait for that. All right, let's get into uh, this retro pay-per-view. Um, first match was Al Snow and Al Snow and Mark Miro. Uh, 
Jeff Jarrett came in and tried to make it a triple threat match, or sorry, excuse me, a triple threat match. Uh, that didn't work. Um, I'll just go ahead and say it. The first, I don't know, one, two, three. I don't know. Most of these matches weren't that great. They were duds, know. and they were really low on the beer rating scale. Yeah, almost every match was actually was about there, one. Was there a match that was over two beers? No. I didn't get a match that was over two beers. I got one that's two. Was right, it the main we'll, event? We'll get no. to that. We'll get to that. Um, oh, I got I got I got one that's two as well. I'm I'm hoping it's um, one that I wasn't paying attention for. Uh but yeah. The Al Snow and Mark Miro, like it's it's fun to see head out there, but like that's pretty much it. <laughs> he watches that during his uh premium live streaming whatever the fuck he said earlier <laughs> fuck you <laughs> uh so i got a, i got a quote from this match actually oh did you really I, paid attention this time yeah so mark miro i guess in his entrance he uh he says what does everybody want because he you know he's the marvelous mark miro so he says what does everybody want and the crowd just says head <laughs> and then he says what does everybody need Head and he kept on going on with something like that, and the crowd just responded like, kept kept on saying head, and I, it was. That's Al Snow's theme music, Joe. Yeah. Oh, that's literally. Yeah, my, Al, that's, I think that's, it, that's literally how Al Snow's why, entrance goes. Uh, that His was theme Al music. Snow? Literally starts with "What does everybody want?" and then it starts doing some notes, and the crowd always goes head, and then he goes, "What does everybody need?" and then head. Oh, like, that's oh. Al Snow's intro. Yeah, I, I must have been paying attention really well. <laughs> I really thought that was when Mark Mark Miro entered. I like oh, no. I, I I can picture it in my head, <laughs> and Take I fucked that one up hardcore. Oh my I god, was. Chad thought you were paying attention. What an idiot! I was. Oh, I got a beer for this match. I got a beer and a quarter. Oh, actually, I had a quote. Uh, King called the, King called head a wooden head. Do you guys think the head is made yeah. out of wood? No, no, it's like he, a plaster. Yeah, I, I was very confused by that. I'm surprised he didn't call it steel, honestly. Because uh, everything in WWE is made out of steel. Do you remember last pay-per-view when you were like, where's Jacqueline's belt? They call her the women's champion. Did you notice that she had the belt this time? She had. Yeah, I, I, I wrote did, it down. Actually. I did notice that she had the belt and I didn't remember because it's been so long since we talked about a retro pay-per-view. I didn't remember saying that so uh, I, I have it written down right here that apparent like for whatever reason she like I maybe they didn't have the belt ready yet at the at the last pay-per-view well she had it this time and it's the one that I remember from my childhood that the nice razor's edge one it's really cool yeah yeah but I got a beer and a quarter so you better want to add a quarter to oh, your fucking you're a son of a I got a beer as well damn but you're probably right that's bullshit. I paid not. a lot of I, I paid really good attention. I was watching this first thing in the morning. I was wide awake. It was it was honestly hard to pay attention to the first like four or five matches because they all sucked. They weren't good. Um so speaking the only of thing I had <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wanted to say last last time or maybe two times ago we watched a pay-per-view. When Jeff Jarrett was in that hair versus hair match, he got his hair cut. 
Oh, yeah, uh, this this now. was the first time where we actually saw him with with a good haircut following that. He actually looks like Jeff Jarrett now, or at least the yeah, Jeff he looked, Jarrett, yeah, the Jeff exactly. Jarrett that I remember. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next match: uh, Disciples of the Apocalypse, because they're still a thing. Versus uh, the Legion of Doom, which included draws. Now, uh, this this is one thing we really needed to see that we haven't gotten to see in the past. Totally. There, there was a. <laughs> there was a. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> this shit, this shit was fucking as trash as all the other ones were. Was, yeah, the the only like big question out of this was was Hawk a return? And I decided that it's not a return because they said later in the match that they saw him earlier that week on Raw. So. I decided against calling it a return. Uh, also, Jr. saying Jr. called Hawk's uh, absence a painkiller addiction during the match, and Jr. was still confused about who is Skull and who is Eight Ball. That's those are the match. Those are the notes I had from the match. How can you not be confused? They look the exact fucking same. They, I'm pretty sure their names are on the back of the, the vests. Yeah, I can't read. That I think they're on their arm. How does? Yeah, how do you fucking? How do you expect him to do that? I don't because uh, or the, it's on the live. chest, actually. The because left breast. They're pocket. live. He should be able to see that. Uh, obviously, I can't the teleprompter the whole time. They're they're not watching. The That's their match. fault. You know why Pat McAfee's so good? Because he doesn't constantly watch the teleprompter. I see it. I see him in the background looking at the ring, not at the yeah. teleprompter. That's why um, Pat McAfee's so good. So, so things I realized in this match is one, I've only like I only really remember per, Paul Elring as uh, as Authors of Pain's manager, honestly. Um, so when I saw him in this match, I was like, dude, he looks fucking yoked. Yeah, yeah, and he did. <laughs> yeah, he, he was fucking. His arms were huge. I wonder how the he got to. I wonder how he about that. I was gonna say, I wonder how I got to look like that so fast. Yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> um, the other thing was just that it it seems like there's there's uh, kind of inside drama on uh, in the in Legion of Doom right now with uh, with Hawk being away for so long. It it seems like Animal like got really buddy buddy with this guy draws and Hawk is not a big fan of it. I got to be honest un- until draws was tagged into the match. I thought that it was Hawk. I was confused <laughs> who the third fucking member was for like the first four minutes of this match. It's like, who the fuck is the third person in LOD? I legit thought it was Hawk for like five minutes. The, the only reason I, I like, I noticed it early when they were making their entrance because I saw them and I was like, oh, it's puke. But then it wasn't puke. It is puke, though. The same it, it is that guy. But he no, looks it, so much puke. different. Yeah, it's still yeah. That He looks guy. so much different. He does. Yes. That's why Draws I thought it was Hawk. puke are the same person. Yeah. Really? Remember I told you the story of how when Draws was like signed on to the company, he was he was puke because he puked in Vince McMahon's office? Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's why I remember him. That's the only reason I remember him. And, and he, he looks so different. Same guy. Yep. Yeah. Only the face makeup that really got you. 
Yeah. Are are they are they no longer LOD two thousand? Was it just LOD again? No, they called them LOD two thousand again. Okay. All right. Well, I got a beer and a quarter for that. Same. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, beer and a quarter. All right. Was not a very good match. It was. <laughs> I can't believe. But the crowd loved LOD. Oh yeah, they're. I mean, they're from Chicago. Um. Next match was the light heavyweight championship. We uh, Takamichi Noku versus Christian. Um, the brood is officially a thing. Kind of. No, it's yeah. officially a thing. Edge is not there yet. Edge is there. No, they said that Edge, no. Edge was being haunted by the other two or something like that. And they like, yeah, Edge is not a Edge is not friends with them right now. They uh oh. They kept on talking. If you like, if you listen to the commentators, they they talked about it the entire night, which was like Edge is being haunted by them, and then they called uh, Christian the younger brother of Edge. Yeah, and that then they, was, they were that was the whole, the one thing that I completely forgot about their whole storyline was that they used to be uh, kayfabe brothers. Yeah, so How could so, you so there was get that. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, so they, they kept on calling. <laughs> Because they I, kept wasn't, on calling I wasn't paying that much attention to wrestling in 1998 when I was five fucking years old. Sorry, Joe. What were you saying? <laughs> uh, it wasn't that important. It was probably just uh, the uh, continue. It, yeah, they, they kept on saying, like, uh, we don't know if there's been a connection between Gangrel and Edge the, like in the past. And obviously, we're going to find out pretty soon that there is a connection between the three of them and the, the Brood will actually debut. I have yeah, a JR quote assume, for this match. I would assume they're going to debut soon. Go ahead, Chad. All right. So J- oh, wait. I, I also <laughs> Jerry Lawler. Quote. I also have a JR quote during this match. Let me see if it's the same one. Jerry Lawler. They talked about how Takamichinoku had uh, won the title off Brian Christopher or won it in a match with Brian Christopher. <laughs> And Brian and J- Jerry Lawler said, "Brian Christopher, I wish I could see more of that guy." And Jr. says, "You got baby pictures, don't you?" <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not the quote that I had. Um, <laughs> my quote was near the end of the match when Taka did like the kind of like a cutthroat thing or like a a symbol across the stomach, and he said, "That's it." And Jr. was like, "Taka says that's it. He's learning some English." <laughs> yeah. Uh, to which which Jerry Lawler said, yeah, but not much. <laughs> yeah. Oh my racism. Yeah. Uh Christian won the title though. Um and I got did not a, see that coming. I got a beer. Uh I got I got a beer and a quarter. <laughs> I got a beer. But we'll we'll so take much. your word for it. Chad. I hate you so much. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, next match: Val Venus versus Goldust. We're getting more of this uncomfortable storyline. Uh, this was know, this Goldust is back. You know, this was basically yeah. This was basically a quote fest. Um, a Jerry Lawler quote here: uh, Goldust should have known that she was cheating when they moved to another state and had the same mailman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, crazy i fucking love it um and then i had another quote 
this is both of them. Uh, King was like, I wonder if Val is wearing the gold cup. And JR was like, it's probably too small anyways. Talking about the gold cup that Val Venus received from Goldust during Sunday Night Heat. It probably was too small. Big dick energy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, we do know what you're saying. I'm glad we all understand what that means. This the, match was also not good, by the way. Yeah. Um, the, most of my, like, all of, actually, all of my notes have nothing to do with the match. Um, I've never heard so many cat calls in a match. This is insane. Did you guys notice, like, there was a cat call. There was constant cat calls in the first five minutes of the match, and then probably a one or like probably one or two cat calls every minute for the rest of the match for Terry. Just insanity. Do you guys have any notes for this match? I had that it was bad. I wrote a bunch of signs down and I said, This match is still uncomfortable because this story <laughs> yeah. is just it's a very uncomfortable story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got a beer for this. Uh, gold, <laughs> gold dust one. Fuck you, dude. Did you get a beer in a quarter? Yes. I got a beer as well. See, th- this is where this is where everything's fucked up. Is like Chad, the newcomer to all of this, continuously gets a quarter of a beer higher than Joe and I. I'm paying more attention. I'm sorry. Mm, I paid a lot of attention to this, so. I don't know. Yeah, but you have a you have a baby, so maybe okay, maybe the baby cried or something. What's your excuse then for getting the same exact beer rating as I did? I suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and there it is. Oh, love some self-deprecation. All right, next match: European Championship, X Pac, D'Lo Brown. Um, this was an awesome. This was actually what I thought this was good. Yeah, this the best thing so far. Yeah, was this? Uh, I was gonna say, was this not the best match on the card? Yeah, I, I think this is the best match on the card. Yeah, really? Yeah, I, I like I would put the Austin storyline, like not the match itself, but the match is elevated by the fact that it's going along with the Austin versus Vince storyline. The match nearly put opinion. me to sl- the the main event match nearly put me to fucking sleep. I'm sure yeah. I missed stuff during the main event because I was definitely trailing off during the. I think I did too. Off. I thought I, that's why I was like, it's crazy. <laughs> Nothing got two beers. Um, speaking of, you guys probably got two beers for this. Um. I thought that China looked like a badass in sunglasses. I just want to be the first to say that. Now, first Gigi Dolan, now China. Got it. No, I thought that's not what I fucking said. I, I said, heard you I say it, dude. Looked like a badass. I liked China's ass. That is what you said. That's exactly how you sound. <laughs> I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut that so that it's just Chad saying I like China's ass. <laughs> <laughs> now he's actually going to cut that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You didn't cut anything you said you were gonna cut last week. I never Chad, do. We could see, Chad, we can see your phone screen right now, and we know you're looking at X Pac and, and China and not the match from this night. Yeah, that's <laughs> disgusting. Grow up, dude. Grow up, dude. Um it's a, Get out it's of my a, head. It's a live streaming event. <laughs> Honestly, a I don't have a whole lot of event. I don't have a whole lot of notes for this match. Like the crowd, the crowd was super fired up for this match. I don't know why this was the match that they were super fired up about. 
probably because it was the best match on the card. Um, we had some interference, had a ref bump, had Mark Henry come out and try and seduce China because that was a thing that was going on then. More for uh, that later. Yeah. And then uh, D'Lo using the belt to try and pin X or to hit X, hit that, hit X Pac with the belt and then pin him. But then X Pac hits like a, his, his face buster pretty much out of nowhere, a la RKO and wins the European Championship. And I got who gives a fuck? Chad, what'd you get? 1.75. Oh, never mind. That's what I got. Oh, Joe. Cool. Yeah, 1.75. All right. Nice. Wow. First for everything, you know. All right. All right. Uh, next was the Headbangers versus the New Age Outlaws, who we this spoke sucks. of earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, this just wasn't that good. Um, my note for this match, actually, I had a couple. Um, Mosh, I think it was Mosh. Uh, he got fat or big. I don't know. That was pretty much the only note I had for that. Maybe he did some steroids. I don't know. Or maybe he just maybe, you know, maybe he did it the old fashioned way. Like I did. Drink a bunch of beer. He he didn't really get fat. I guess he kind of put on some muscle. I don't I don't I'll cut that. Um <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna cut that. Um there was a kid in the crowd though that while they were on the outside, they this little kid was like the headbangers stink. And then, and then like th- five seconds later, he was like, come on, Thrasher, you sissy. And that's like all you could hear like from the crowd. And I just thought it was so funny. Just like some kid, just like doing some like PG insults to the headbangers. I loved it. This match was terrible. Uh, I couldn't watch this. I got really bored watching this garbage. The headbangers won by disqualification. Yeah. Totally um, special. Road dog just boombox out of nowhere. Just shows up with a boombox and hits, I don't know, one of the headbangers <laughs> in the face with the boombox right in front of the referee. Uh yeah, so the headbangers win. The new age outlaws retain. And I got a beer and a half. What did what did they kept on keep on saying? It was like they were talking shit on the fact that the the boombox was not a name brand boombox. Like, something about that like a, was not something a, about JVC or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a JVC, but I, I thought that was funny that they were they were talking shit that that it was a knockoff boombox. Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> that, that they stole from the headbangers. <laughs> I can't remember it all. Hey, Joe, what did you get for this match? I got two. I also got two. Okay, I can understand that. This is probably about the time of the night where I, you know, wasn't really paying attention. Two it is. 1.5 was low, and I wanted to make sure before I jumped to two that someone else was on board. Yeah, that's my yeah, bad. I got two. That's my bad, everybody. Your initial count's just flying up right now. Oh, yeah. I was... Uh, I'm not gonna say it, but yeah, I've I've already added an entire beer to this pay per view. I think, nope, an entire beer and a quarter to this pay per view. All right, Intercontinental Championship match: Mankind versus Ken Shamrock. Um, I also uh, thought that this kind of sucked. 
There's not a begin, good match yeah, on this card to begin with. I mean, it was it kind of ramped up toward the end, but yeah, it was know. the ending. It the was ending, not very good. The ending was kind of like, what the fuck, you know? What the fuck was the end? Did <laughs> mankind put himself in the mandible claw to pass out? Is that so what that happened? He, so that he didn't have yeah, to so, tap out to the ankle lock. That was all so story I think the, going into this. Yeah, the whole story was that he wouldn't tap out to the ankle lock, and then he put himself in the mandible claw, so he passed out. Yeah, well, and, I don't think the story was that he wouldn't pa- or that he wouldn't tap out to it. It was whose finish, whose uh, finisher is better. So it, mankind wanted to prove it by making himself pass out to his own finisher. <laughs> But before he did so, he punched himself in the face like 10 times and made himself bleed and then put himself in his own mandible claw. And then and then the match ended. (laughs) I didn't see the blood, actually. I saw the blood. So that being said that there was blood, they both bled. That being said, how many beers did you get for this? Uh, 1.75. Yeah, I agree with 1.75 because of the post match with blood. With blood that I somehow didn't notice, maybe I was zoning out at this time. I it would be one one point seven five. I originally put one point five, and then the couple things that happened right after the match happened, and I counted those two. So yeah, is what I got. the uh, the ref bump or whatever, right? I don't remember what happened after the match. There was some shenanigans. Total shenanigans. I thought, yeah, I think Shamrock hit a belly to belly to the ref. I think that's well, what that's happened. Fucking rude! What did the ref do to you? Um, I mean, I could, I could, I can think of a few things, but at least I, I guess I could think of one thing. But we just talked about it. Um, the next thing was a, a backstage segment that I wanted to talk about. That the the big boss man was there. We hadn't seen the big boss man in WWF, at least up to this point, in our watching in these retro pay per views. Like return. Yeah, this it's his. Oh, it's, yeah. It's not, a, it's not a. It's not so much a WWF debut as it is a return. Um, but he's back, and right, he's part of the corporation, I believe. So yes. that's that's going to be a thing here very soon, very very soon. Come, I don't know, I don't know. So maybe a Survivor Series, maybe you know. What do you remember? What time of year we're at with Judgment Day right now? It's like September, October. So I think Survivor Series is next. No, Rock Bottom is next. I already looked it up. No, Rock Bottom is the last pay-per-view of that year. I Googled it already. You're an idiot. I literally so do you it. do you guys ever read the aftermath on, on Survivor, the Wikipedia Survivor page? Series. Survivor series is the next pay-per-view. Oh, Rock yeah. bottom on is the... the next in your house pay-per-view. Yeah, that's what I clicked on. You're right. You're a fucking moron. You're so stupid. Survivor series is gonna be awesome. Ooh, we're gonna get to watch that next week next week it's got 18 matches on it holy fuck oh, <laughs> oh no four four from heat so it's 14 matches oh, yeah they did of... the it's a oh, deadly no. it's the deadly games for you stop looking at the stop looking at the results oh jesus quit spoiling yourself Joe go, Joe, Joe, go ahead. Oh, Joe go ahead Joe go ahead I was gonna I was gonna ask if you guys ever read the aftermath on uh on the Wikipedia page because I'll, I'll wait I'll wait till the end of this uh retro beer rating and then I'll talk about some stuff you I actually don't. convinced me to do that when you talked about it last pay-per-view when you were like the night after this happened Zamboni happened and I was like whoa 
And so because yeah. of that, I, I read it on this one. So, I yeah. do have some stuff to talk about because there's, uh, at least in the main event, um, let's get through the let's get through the second to last match and we'll talk about this real quick. Uh, Rock versus Mark Henry. Um, the, the nation fuck? the nation is broken up. Mark Henry dedicates this match to China and he wrote a poem. And I was yeah. really looking I was really looking forward to him like after he was done with his poem to be like, it's time for the main event. Dude, this poem was unfucking bearably cringy. But yeah, he it's... didn't say that. It was so bad. <laughs> it was like what the like not only was like the poem bad, the match was even worse. Well, the rock fucking just destroyed Mark Henry throughout the entire match, and then Mark Henry wins because Delo interferes and holds the rock's leg down, which <laughs> prevents him from from kicking out. I guess I don't know. Hey, you got to use the legs to get that up on the shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Chad just performed a kick out while <laughs> on his bed. <laughs> um, yeah, this wasn't good. I got a beer. Ooh. Uh, yeah, a beer. I was short. I was only at 0.75. Mm. Oh, fuck you then. Mm, fuck me. Mm-hmm. All right. Main event, though. We'll um, make it a premium streaming live service. What? Well, well, what What you don't know, Chad, is that when you record the Zoom, you get the video and the audio. So we're going to clip that and we're going to put it on our, our Twitter of you kicking out of that with your <laughs> legs. Yeah. And we're also <laughs> going to we're also going to put it on our OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't have an OnlyFans. $9.99 a month. Actually, Chad, let me see your feet real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out if I want to do an OnlyFans. Nope, we're not. Never mind. One. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The flexibility. I have large good, feet and I'm very flexible. Um, all right. Uh main event, Undertaker versus Kane, Stone Cold Steve Austin, special guest referee vacant wwf championship yeah the whole aftermath thing that we were just talking about this um in the like pre-match video they showed like some very iconic raw moments that happened in in between the last pay-per-view and this one which was one being the zamboni the other one being the the hospital where stone cold is the nurse for vince mcmahon and beats him over the head with the bedpan and they call him they called him many times throughout this match bedpan mcmahon and then also the concrete <laughs> the concrete truck where he stone cold fills the the convertible with concrete <laughs> that's what we've missed in between these two pay-per-views <laughs> fucking insane um that's pretty much the only notes i have for this match because it fucking sucked it was so <laughs> long yeah this so match was like 20 something minutes long and so little happened Kane and Undertaker just don't have good matches. No. Yeah. So did was this? I, I know I've called a lot of things returns because we we don't we don't know. I this was a Paul Bearer return, right? No, I don't think so. No, he made an appearance in the last pay per view. Yeah. Okay. 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 Stop. Calm down. I didn't get upset. Yeah, dude. Chill out. I'm one too um, tired, but two too drunk to possibly be upset by that comment. Yeah, there was a there was a decent portion of this match that I wasn't paying attention, which probably means that I didn't get as many beers as you guys. I feel like there was like a ten minute period where there wasn't a sip. Um, yeah, no, that's that's accurate. yeah, 
Okay. And the ending was fucking garbage. Yeah. Could you could you imagine was... could you imagine an ending like that nowadays? Dude, it's it's this is on par with the matches we always talk about being bad endings. This was on par with the Helena Cell, Seth Rollins, Bray White. This was or the um the revolution de- barbed wire death match. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Eddie Kingston's or the uh, Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton at Mania this year. Are you talking about when she mounted him again? Yeah. <laughs> I don't we'll, we'll get to Alexa Bliss later. Um, point being, for the people who haven't watched uh, this amazing pay-per-view from 1998, Judge highly, re- highly recommend against watching it. Um, Let- the match ends basically with, at some point, Stone Cold Stone stone cold steve austin who is the referee um basically just gets attacked by the other two and then once he wakes up from being attacked just decides fuck this he attacks both of them hits stone cold stunners and steel chair shots on everyone else and then um they're both lying on the mat and he counts the three pen with no one on top of anybody and then they're both just laying on their backs and he counts the three and then he rings the bell and then he announces himself the winner. And then he gets fired. Yeah. One one small note on this whole thing. When he's running around backstage looking for Mr. McMahon, he opens a door and there's Owen Hart in there. And, and they, they called him the, um, the Blue, Blue Blazer. Blazer. Yeah. Blue Blazer. So the debut of the Blue Blazer. That's going to be rough. That means we're getting closer. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be rough. Excited. I'm not excited for that. I would like to file a petition to not watch Over the Edge 1999. I don't want to skip a pay-per-view, but I don't, they don't show it. So it's okay. That's true. Uh, yeah. Skip but, one. but the commentary team is going to be talking about it. Like yeah. we, we'll talk about it when it happens. It's going to be tough. It's going to be it's tough. It's going to be rough. Um, I got well, one yeah. point. Tough. I got 1.75 beers for this main event. Same. Yeah. Which means that this pay-per-view got 13.25 beers, which is trash. Yeah, it, it's it's higher than it should be for the quality of matches we got, but there were so many fucking matches. Yeah, that puts it at number uh, tied for 25th. That's horrendous. Oh, no. That's really bad. We've only watched like 32, 31 or 32 pay-per-views. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not good. Highly recommend against mm. watching that unless you want to. I mean, unless you're a lightweight. So, yeah. So, so there, there, it, there are the like classic moments of the McMahon versus Stone Cold feud that look a lot better in clip version. So, if you want to watch that feud, I would just recommend watching a video pack of it because apparently, when you watch the whole thing, it's not that good. Uh. The one comment I want to make on this whole thing, and I read this on the Wikipedia page in the reception thing, was that in this time era of WWE, they did way more on Raw than they did on the pay-per-views. Yeah. So the pay-per-views were building Raw, so you had to watch Raw, whereas right now in wrestling, the shows build the pay-per-views. And this was just another example of something Well, yeah, because the Attitude Era got every all these wrestling fans in the palm of their hand, and now... It's been it's been like that. It's been the shows build the pay per view since like two thousand four, probably. Yeah, 
for a long time. But speaking of the pay-per-views building raw, uh, just a couple notes from what you guys were talking about before and the classic moments in the feud that, that I was just talking about. Uh, so specifically you, you guys were talking about the corporation. Uh, so in the raw after this pay-per-view, they did have a, a tournament, I guess, for the WWF championship. Wait a uh, next pay-per-view, Joe. That's the How next did I paper- ruin the next pay-per-view? That's the next That's, pay-per-view. That- the next pay-per-view is Survivor Series, which has the tournament for the WWE. The next pay-per-view is Survivor Series. Oh, it is Survivor Series. Oh, it's good thing deadly, I didn't say it. The Deadly Games tournament. Oh, yes. good. I didn't talk about it. So next next episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, we're going to be talking about Survivor Series Link where they're me. going to do a tournament for the vacant WWF t- championship. I mean, I'm pretty Tune sure you already time. read who wins. I already know who wins. Chad probably already knows who wins. We're not going to spoil it this week, but yeah, I think a lot of people already know who wins. Yeah, I didn't realize that. But specifically on Raw the next night, we uh, we got the the classic Stone Cold showing up with a gun and Vince McMahon wetting his pants. Oh, the the toy gun or the prop gun? Yeah, yeah, the Bang Austin three sixteen. Nice. So despite being fired, he showed up on Raw the next night, had a pointed the gun at Vince McMahon's face, and then it said bang. I'm very excited and, to hear how Joe thinks, or what Joe thinks of the next pay-per-view, like when he sees the the main event. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that to mystery here. I assume you haven't seen it, Joe? Survivor Series 98? No. Uh, spoiler, there's no Survivor Series matches on the Survivor Series. True. Sick. Sick. I've watched yeah, this pay-per-view sick. many times, but why? Oh God, why? Um, no, actually, I think I've seen it twice. Either way, why? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think the main oh, event's boy. the only good match. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get in the weekly recap because mm. we are running long on time. SmackDown. Boy, oh boy. Um should I just go ahead and say it? Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and just for for the the weekly SmackDown thing. Um, this week it was the New Day versus the Usos. We had the New Day entrance, then we had a commercial, then we had a Roman Reigns backstage segment, and then we had the Usos entrance, and then we had the bell ring ten minutes later, and then we had one minute of action, and then commercial. I'd like to compare so, that to Chad's prediction or no, your prediction from last week. It was, it was actually sort of spot on. Um, other than that, I said that the new day was going to cut a scathing promo on those damn Usos in the ring. They actually did it backstage way before the match. So sorry, everybody. It was, it was, it was pretty spot on. Very accurate. I, I think the thing with me this week was that they, they actually did start the match within 10 minutes of the first competitors coming out of the uh, <laughs> out to the ring, and then they had one minute of the match before they cut to commercial. Nice. Yeah. It was, it was very well, Thank upsetting. God only 10 minutes of downtime. Yeah. Um, 
so the big thing from SmackDown this week, I guess, was I mean, you want to talk Reigns Lesnar or not? I think I it mean, was good. That is the story. It was it was very good. There's just I, I don't yeah. know. Is there is there really a whole lot of advancement here? Like they're they're I mean the I way mean, that, the way that I thought it was was like they were treating Paul Heyman like their ex girlfriend. <laughs> That's what it kind of seemed like. Yeah. Uh, and Heyman got upset about the Hall situation. And then Brock tell, like, Heyman's like, come on, I'm your, like, you're my tribal chief. And Heyman just tells him to shut up. And then Roman seemed to get upset. What's up? Heyman, Heyman told Reigns that he was his tribal chief and Brock told him to shut up. Yeah. I didn't say that, you did just I? Flip, you flipped the names. Yeah. Uh, Brock tells him to shut up, and it seemed like Roman got a little upset that Brock was being disrespectful to Heyman and hits him with the Superman punch. So it's another it's another week of will they, won't they, you know? The, the swerve is on. I, I mean, I've been on this. Chad's on my bandwagon now. The swerve is on. If this match happens at Mania... Hopefully one of them doesn't yep. have a title. Um, yeah, the swerve is on. It's uh, it's hundred percent on. Heyman is on Reigns' side. Hundred percent. You of just the way. you just brought up my question of the week right there. Go ahead. Which one of the two will not have a title at Mania? <laughs> well, um, I've heard rumors that Rollins is going to beat Reigns, so. I would assume that Reigns will be the one that walks in with the Universal Championship because that was Big Daddy Dave Meltzer's rumor, and he's usually wrong. He's been wrong a lot lately, so I'm going to say Reigns beats Rollins and Lesnar loses at Elimination Chamber. Now, that scenario actually makes way more sense to me. One, because it keeps the right people on the right shows, but two... It makes more sense that a heel reigns attacks Lesnar and causes Lesnar to lose the title to Lashley. Then it makes sense for Lesnar, who they're selling. Well, I don't. I don't think Lesnar. I don't think Lesnar loses to Lashley. I think Lesnar loses the title in Elimination Chamber. There's rumors that's not happening at all. Yeah. Fuck. The rumor this week is that the. The next Saudi show will have an elimination chamber match in it, and that elimination chamber, chamber might be getting scrapped. I'm fine with that. Yeah. If they do, well, rum- I, yeah. if they do Rumble, Fast Lane, Mania, I'm totally fine with that. I would rather do that. I was just kind yeah, of expecting I, I heard, it to be more of the same. I thought that elimination chamber was the next Saudi show, which is next month. I don't, what the fuck? I don't know if that's the case, but I know that they are planning an elimination chamber for the next Saudi show. Yeah, what I read was that the next Saudi show was next month and that it was going to have an elimination chamber. So I thought right now, there's elimination. No, there's no pay-per-views listed as next on Wikipedia for WWE. So who knows what the next pay-per-view actually is? They need to get their shit together and announce some shit. Um... I bet you they tell us at the Rumble. No, they'll probably tell us like this week. They probably told us tonight. I don't know. Did SmackDown's no, already I didn't over? Watch. SmackDown and Rampage are already over. I haven't watched either of them yet. Um, I want to talk about the one thing that uh, 
bugged me the most this week. Um, Charlotte Flair announcing herself for the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. That dude, we're doing the exact same. Dude, every show is doing the same shit right now. We are taking a storyline from last year. We're updating the genders, and we're doing the same shit this year. So last year, Brock Lesnar's in the Rumble, gets eliminated by Drew McIntyre. So we set up mania between uh, McIntyre and fucking... Or this is two years ago. That was two years ago. Two years ago. But it's McIntyre and Rhett Lesnar. Someone's going to eliminate Charlotte, and it's going to set up mania. And I would put money. It's Alexa. Ooh. You don't think it's going to be Bailey? No, I. she's still. on crutches still, by the way. Fuck, seriously? Yeah, I saw a picture from this week that she's still on crutches. So I don't think our prediction that she's coming back in like 15 days from now is going to happen. <laughs> no. I'm really no, glad you Bailey. told me that. If you hadn't told me that, she would totally have been my my dude who not on the card will make an appearance. I know. I really thought about withholding that information, but I also was picking Bailey the whole time, so. Fuck. I'm still holding out for Liv Morgan eliminating Charlotte, setting up their feud. No, it's going to be Alexa. Dude, the Alexa Bliss promo on Raw literally had a bunch of shots of Charlotte Flair. Yeah, let's move to Raw. Yeah. Um, you guys have anything else Whoa. for SmackDown? Yo, you're skipping two shows, dude. Oh, yeah, you're right. Rampage Battle of the Belts. Rampage and, and Battle of the Belts. Oh, I have one <clears> last <throat> thing for SmackDown. I have one last hated. Go ahead. I hate this bullshit from SmackDown. Dude. Naomi and Sonya Deville is still fucking happening. All right. Thank it's you, Chad. Let's move to Rampage and Battle of the <laughs> I agree. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah. You, you know what? Your voice is heard. Um, let's move on to Rampage and Battle of the Because <laughs> I also don't give a flying fuck about that anymore <laughs> because of how long it's been going on. Um, the Jake Atlas injury, uh, you told me about it. And I had it on my TV and I was making lunch and I just decided not to watch the match. I just decided to let the audio play while I was making lunch. Um, Leslie was here watching it and she said it wasn't that bad. I was expecting it to be a very gruesome injury. I didn't rewind it. I didn't really want to watch it. I just saw the (laughs) aftermath of him just like not being able to stand. No, he just like jumps in the ring off the springboard and his knee just gives out. It's not, it doesn't look yeah. bad at all. He just can't put any weight on it. Well, after the Ray Phoenix stuff, out. I just didn't want to see another gruesome injury. It's so, not gruesome. It's bad. I know, it's I know that at this point it was not gruesome, but um, can we talk about Hook? Here, I got a, I got a complaint about Hook. Oh, a complaint? Because I was going to say yeah. Hook is awesome. I think Hook is awesome. I have I have a lot of positives about Hook. Hook is very entertaining. Hook's charis, uh, charisma is very cool. Hook makes me want to watch. He's got a swagger yeah. about him. Yeah, that total swag. It's it swag, swag. swag. I wasn't gonna. I was gonna say swagger. I'm gonna keep it. Jackson swagger. Sure. Go ahead. My complaint is that. Stars like that who are willing to no sell moves to cause crowd pops is a problem. For three matches now, he has basically taken a, a finisher from somebody else and then no selled it and then just stood straight the fuck up. Oh, I'm sorry. Did Hulk Hogan not do that a thousand times in the 80s? Oops. 
That's the problem. And we're not one, fans of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I know. One, I'm we complain about that. I'm fucking Two, joking. Hook is not Hulk Hogan. Yes, I know. It's a joke. Um, yeah, kind of a problem. That's a, kind that's of a problem. problem. Kind of a big problem. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe the, maybe he's just going to um, continue to go undefeated and be the, the biggest star AEW's ever generated and just build him no, up that way. I don't think he will. I think this I don't is like think a, so either. But a temporary pop. Yeah, it's probably more of a just, just to build him up. Last. It's probably more of a just to build him up faster, sort of thing. Kind of has to the be. first time he has like a real match against a real person that's not Bear Bronson or Aaron Solo. He doesn't no sell a finisher. I'll probably be okay with it, but like literally every match he's no sell the finisher, and that's like concerning to him. Yeah, I doubt he will, but yeah. All right. What else? So, uh, Battle of the. Yeah, I was gonna say what else? What else happened here? Um, <laughs> Battle of the Belts was on Saturday. Cody couldn't compete. Had an interim championship match. Sammy Guevara versus Dustin. Dustin's still really fucking good. For he's 50, good. For 52 years old. Like, God damn, yeah. he's good. He's so good. I mean, you could obviously tell that he's 52 years old. He's kind of hobbling, but... It doesn't matter to me. He's very good. Um, but Sammy Sammy wins. Interim, interim championship. Kind of see where where they're going with that. I don't know. I was I'd assume. I think it sounds like they're doing Cody versus Sammy here soon when Cody gets out of COVID protocols. I would assume. Have they not it's announced five that? Days. How how is it going to take that long? Well, I don't know. Did they not? Well, I guess Rampage tonight would have been from Wednesday, so. I would assume that next week on Dynamite, they're probably going to have the match. I think they announced he's coming back next week, but I don't think they said he's having the match next week. No. Well, they'll probably save it for some big show then for a unification what? match. Because they, yeah, Are that's right. They did. Battle they did. Belt is a big show. No, not at all. This was trash. Yeah. It was the FTW championship, that, and the women's championship. I mean, it was all championship matches, but they were just meh matches. So I, I chose to watch Battle of the Belts instead of, of the Impact pay-per-view, and I, I wish I hadn't. Yeah, you are you gonna are you gonna watch Hard to Kill? Maybe. Maybe. Because you should. It was very good. Yeah. Um yeah, Battle of the Belts. Uh let's move on to Raw. Raw was good. I enjoyed Raw. Did you guys enjoy Raw? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed Raw this week. You know, usually it's a tedious thing going through three hours of Raw, but even though I thought last week's was better, I I thought this was a very good Raw. Yeah, we opened with uh, Lesnar and Lashley in the ring. Face Lesnar is just a gem to the world. Like, he did a knock-knock Was, knock it, was it on Raw or SmackDown when he did his own intro? He's been doing it on, on all the shows. Well, he like laughed at himself on one of the shows, and I can't remember which one it was, but he did the whole like reigning, defending, and then he like turned to Paul Heyman and was like, Was that good? Was that good? Yeah, I've, I've been practicing. Yeah. yeah. And that was it was funny as fuck. I can't remember which one it was, but on, on Raw, he did a knock knock joke <laughs> and just absolutely roasted Bobby Lashley. What was yeah. the knock knock joke again? He's like, Knock knock, who's there? Bobby, Bobby, who? Exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, no. Well, Brock Lesnar, like, was playing on that whole like you are just a knockoff version of Brock Lesnar to Bobby Lashley the entire time, and it was it was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, just face face Brock Lesnar is awesome. Um, and then we had then we had the tag tag title matches or tag title Wait, match. On. Before we jump into that, just travesty real quick. The, I had a negative thing about this the opening part. Go ahead. The hurt business is officially like done, done. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sad about that. The internet was super up in arms about this because the hurt business. I don't know how many months ago, but the hurt business was back together, and then. Up until this week on Raw, they hadn't been shown on TV together once. Now, all of a sudden, Cedric and Shelton were backstage with Lashley and MVP. And they were like, yeah, let's go. We're the Hurt Business. And Lashley was like, no, I told you we're done with this bullshit. And they're just done now. So like yeah, this whole attacked. time, this this whole time we thought they were back and they just were never back. Yeah, they finished this promo with like an attack on Bobby Lashley and he just like just absolutely destroyed them, which I think was the official end of the, the hurt business. But yeah, I don't know. That was sad to me. I was sad to see the hurt business is over. Yeah, it was. R.I.P. Hurt business. I guess it yeah, goes and, to and Joe's it, comment from last week about factions not doing well in the main card. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. That's where and factions, it, and it's, it's where factions go to die. And it, it's really weird because we've like we, we saw the whole like d- dissolving of the hurt business before the last time that they dissolved the hurt business. And are, like, are we going to run that whole storyline again where it was like, okay, they're no longer part of the Hurt Business, now they're a tag team? Or, like, is it is it just done? Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander aren't friends anymore either. Like, are they a tag team or no? And speaking of tag teams, should we get into the tag team titles? <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> like you were trying to work that the whole time. I don't have notes from the match, but if you guys do, it, chime in. It, it wasn't a bad match. It was, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was just I RK Bro. RK Bro just lost. Yeah, I got a comment. What the absolute fuck? Y'all know me, and I don't like Matt Riddle. You hate Matt Riddle. I do not like Matt Riddle at all. You know what I don't like, though? Alpha Academy to Alpha Academy. I have gotten on board with RK Bro. And now it's over. You know what you're really going to get on board with, though, here in a few in a month or two is Randy Orton. I know when Riddle turns on him. Uh, You think Riddle? No, that's dumb as shit. So, so, well, here I'll I'll jump. I'll jump ahead here. Um, I'll jump ahead in Raw here when. When you thought, and we've been talking about this for a while, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley turning on each other, who did you think was going to turn on who? I didn't think they were going to turn on each other. I thought they were just going to split up. But I would have guessed Rhea Ripley was the one who turned. and it was Exactly. Not. So we're going to do that same thing multiple times? 
I mean, they just fucking broke up Styles and Omos. Like, they're they're totally fi- like no, but they're totally fine. Like breaking up tag teams week after week after week. They're fine breaking up these tag teams they've built over the last year and just doing new fucking tag teams that don't make any sense in the next year. They're fine. So, so here, and that's what's here's my happen. here's my theory. They are not going to break up immediately. No, it's going to take to look. They're going to break up at the Rumble. Yeah, Riddle is going to eliminate Randy Orton, then Randy Orton's going to turn on Matt Riddle. That's what I thought. I'm with Joe on this one that Randy Orton gets eliminated by Riddle and then Randy turns and is heel Randy like we've been expecting this whole time. I think Randy's too over with the crowd right now. I think Riddle turns on Randy, Randy. but we'll see. All right, you guys, hey, you guys, Randy. so you you guys, you guys think Randy's going to turn on Riddle. I think that Riddle's going to turn on Randy and we will see. I'm excited. Right. I, I'm excited because be usually excited for usually I'm the one that's very very good at these non-pay-per-view predictions. But we will see. We will see. And when Riddle is by himself, I can hate him again. It'll be great. Sure. But like what the fuck? Why has Otis got a belt? Um because he doesn't have a neck. I don't know. <laughs> Also, the big thing that the that the internet was like up in arms about this week on Raw was that they called him a tree trunk. No more than or no less than four times during this match, they called him a tree trunk. So they just they just lost the Street Profits. We could have had these belts on the Street Profits. So, oh, so they'll so put it on the Street Profits after Alpha Alpha Academy versus Street Profits at Mania. Street Profits win. Look at that so right he, now. Here, Here's my unpopular opinion. Pre-show, by the way. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't hate Otis. I don't either. I, I liked Otis in Heavy Machinery and NXT. And then Heavy Machinery went to SmackDown, I think. Ew. And then they were still good. They, like, they, they had the chase for the title. It, it, was, it was not bad. They didn't win it. And then they screwed up Otis by Otis winning the Money in the Bank briefcase. And then you're just still mad about that. But before that, Otis was fun to watch. You know, he did the worm. Stop it right now. He loves Mandy Rose. That was awful. Okay, that was not good. That was part of the Money in the Bank shit. That's when Otis started going bad. But before that, they were just a they were just a big man tag team. And I liked them. They were fun to I, watch. I have never liked Otis. I liked Heavy Machinery. I liked Otis and Tucker Knight. As did I. Tuck, Tucker is long gone. Yeah. But what I'm saying is he's I actually like Chad Gable way better than like Tucker Knight. I'd rather cheer for Alpha Academy over Heavy Machinery. Okay, then cheer for them. No, I'm good. Thanks. You can't say you like Chad Gable and then like hate everything Chad Gable does. Yeah, I like Randy Orton, but I didn't cheer for RK Bro, you know, because I hate Matt Riddle. Well, you're, being a, like, you're being a little bitch about them losing the tag titles right now. It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. A lot of things WWE does doesn't make sense, dude. That's just kind of how it is. I don't know. I, I'm not with you on this one, honestly. Yeah. 
I I don't mind I, it. I, I'm I fine with it. it. I'm fine with it as well. I'll go fuck myself, I guess. All right. All right, but do that um, after we get off the Zoom call. Yeah. Are you going to call it a premium live event? Just for you. We'll put it on our OnlyFans. I'm um, upset. I've never seen the profits from this OnlyFans. <laughs> it's surprisingly <laughs> enough, it's not very high. The yeah, profits you, are not high. <laughs> you think you think we make profits? And we are fucking up because I've heard that thing makes you lots of muck and money. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not girl, for people like us. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, for three drunk fat dudes. All right. Yeah. Um. So, main event and thing before the main event, Alexa Bliss is back. I was not a big fan of Alexa Bliss's segment and the fact that good. she's. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I guess I just wanted. I didn't want the twisted Alexa Bliss back. Well, go to her social media streams and look at what she looks like now. And she has changed her appearance. I think recently. I think that these like um, so what I think is going to happen is that these like therapy sessions are going to carry her into being the goddess of wwe again yeah i i hope that's where this is going and because i like that alexa bliss way more than this alexa bliss and i hope that's where this is going so i'll just i'll keep my hopes up for that and then uh the main event the triple trip oh you're you're skipping a match bud what what seth rollins clean pinned the wwe champion or the former WWE champion, Big E. Yeah, because Rollins has a match with Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. Yo, this is obvious. Yet Big, again. E, Big E is in the Rumble. Rollins is Rollins has a, a title match at the Royal Rumble. So they're yep. not going to have Rollins. another example of fucking Big E getting clean pinned by somebody the fuck else. Yeah. It's a fucking travesty. Dude. It's them building up Rollins before the Royal Rumble. I, I like. What did you expect? From this match, a DQ finish, a non-clean, a non-clean finish. Yeah, of all the matches for WWE to use clean finishes on, this was the one. It was surprising, but I don't know. I watched it on recording, so I already knew who won and and how he won. So I was just, I kind of dealt with that when I saw it live on Twitter that Rollins won clean, and I was like, damn it. And then when I watched it, I was like, well, I already know what's coming. So. Yeah, I think it's just a confirmation Biggie Mania is done. Oh, for it's sure. Over. Yeah, he's he's done in the main event scene. I don't know. It's it sucks, but Kofi him, dude. Yeah. They gave him his basically his 15 minutes of fame. And now it's done. It's a travesty. Just like the main event, a travesty. Oh. Boom. Little segue there. Um, do drop versus Liv Morgan versus Bianca uh-huh. Belair. Do drop wins. Do drop. Do drop wins. Do drop. Do drop wins. They did make, has they a pay per view match. They did make Bianca look not weak. They didn't make her look strong, but they didn't make her look weak in this finish by having Do Drop pin. Liv Morgan 
and also having Bianca just attack Becky during the match and really just not being involved in the outcome of the match at all. So I didn't hate that they did that, but I was not a fan of Dewdrop being the one that wins the match. I think this proves my point to Joe last week that I think Liv Morgan is 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 done in the main event scene. She got pinned clean by Dewdrop. Yeah, Piper Niven is 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 going to be a big star. I agree. I, I don't think that's. A, I don't think that's. Well, happen. I think she. I think she will be a bigger main event star than Liv Morgan will be, will or would have been, just because of the way that that, that WWE is going to push her. Clearly, as they are pushing her over Liv Morgan with a clean pin here. Well, I mean, I could have told you that from the beginning, though. I I feel like I I did say that like Liv Morgan's going to get her one or two title shots, and she's going to be out of the main event scene. Yeah, me and you said that. Joe argued with that point, but all three of us last week said that we thought Dewdrop was added to that match just to get pinned, and that did not happen. That is true. I did. She's a we good wrestler, one. but I was also kind of drop her. I was kind of also arguing for the fact that like Bel Air versus Lynch needs to happen at Mania. So I guess this is how you preserve that. Yeah, it makes sense. I just hate the idea that Dude drops in the main event over Liv Morgan or Bianca Belair. Well, it's not the main event. It's probably going to be the first match on the card, for all we know. Yeah. Or actually, yeah. So, actually, so, no. One of the Rumbles will be the first match on the card. Yeah, probably the women's. women's Rumble will open. The way I look at it is, is, is it's a different match that we're watching for, for the Raw Women's Championship, so we don't watch the third Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch. It does pervert, per, preserve that Sasha Banks. Uh, or it's not Sasha Banks. I don't know why I said that. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. And it should be a good match. Like, Piper, Piper Niven... Like I, I have actually watched her matches in NXT UK, despite the fact that I haven't watched very, very much NXT UK at all. I think that it, that despite the fact that they, they ruined her character with the whole Dewdrop thing, it, it will be a good match. And so, with that being said, I am not upset that she won. All right. I'm not upset because I I see what y'all are seeing with future storytelling. And I'd, I'd rather get past like a, a one pay-per-view to drop versus Becky match in order to be able to start working towards Bianca versus Becky, which will be better. Yeah. And it's, it, it absolutely will be a one-off thing, but I don't know. I think that this, that, that this was the right choice. Definitely. All right. Let's uh, let's get into NXT then. That's the next thing. Do we want to talk about Braun Breaker's promo at all? It was a promo. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um the first match was uh the what Zion Quinn versus Santos Escobar. Yeah, Santos Escobar. Um basically the fight for the rights to a woman in 2022. <laughs> um just I wow. said the same thing to my wife. I was like, "Holy fuck! It's 2022, and nothing says misogyny more than a fucking like I man cannot, versus man for a woman." Yeah, I could not believe that we were having this this match in 2022. It was just unreal to me. Um, I almost said Carmen Electra. What the fuck is her name? Electra Lopez. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she what gave a low blow to Zion Quinn and Santos Escobar won, keeping the Legado del Fantasma together, pretty much. Saw this coming. Yeah, that was. Um, we had a get into Ooh, hold the on. oh the opening of the match. Did you see the stare down between Santos Escobar and Braun Breaker? Mm-hmm. Didn't pay that much attention to it. So first, no, first not really. Ending. We're ending that storyline. It's over. Where does Escobar go next? First, first number one contender. I could see that, and I wouldn't be upset about it at all. No, I think a match. Good. Breaker's gonna. I win. think he would. He. I think Escobar would win a few matches because he has Legato initially, and then Braun Breaker would win like the the main match and beat all of Legato all at once, proving he's like that dominant fucking. I think. I think if that's the match that they're gonna go for, they're gonna have probably Santos. Yeah, like you said, win a few matches, and then eventually they're gonna have like some multi man number one contender match and Santos wins it. Um, and that's how they have him challenge breaker for the title. I feel like that's how they would go about that. I can es- see it. Es- Escobar versus like, I don't know him, Von Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, don't talk know. about him. That's literally the only person that I could think of. Von Wagner's doing Von- really good. I feel like he's getting a push. Oh, Von Wagner. Total push. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're really pushing Von Wagner, but um, right into the North American Championship. Yeah. Or... Um, it's good. It's good that he's getting a push. Sure. Yeah. Totally. I'm enjoying it so much. Um, the other thing they had on NXT, the uh, uh, it was kind of like a qualifying match for the Dusty Cup. Um, so it was Gacy and Harlan versus. Malik Blades and Idris Anafi. Yeah. Okay. Now this was the Dusty Cup, I thought. Nope. It was no, a qualifying was a match. Oh, um, to earn a spot in Dusty Cup. So yeah. Idris Anafi and Malik Blade won the match, um, pretty much because Harlan gets himself DQ'd. Uh, have we talked about Joe Gacy's music? Because I really like it. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, which is nothing. You have nothing to say. You have nothing to say, or you agree? I don't know. I think it's a thing. It's it's definitely music. Okay, cool. Um, I'll just go fuck myself on that one. Um, crowbar on a pole match that happened. Yeah. yeah. Again, here it is. Two point beating black and gold. Um, was I? I also feel like this was one of the best insert object on a pole matches I've ever seen. I thought this is actually like mildly entertaining. I mean, I would expect nothing less from Pete Dunn, but a, a, a awesome match every time. And Tony D'Angelo's quickly proving himself as one of the better 2.0 guys. So it did stand out as one of the better on a pole matches, but still yet again, it was an on a pole match. <laughs> it was a crowbar on a pole yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It was a yeah. anything on a pole match. Like, yeah. yeah. It was one of the better ones. I agree with you. But that's that's because it's Pete Dunn and Tony D'Angelo. They should that should should be good. Yeah, there was a few times though during the match that I was like, holy shit, like 
I thought that like the, you know, like how the, the looped end of the crowbar, like I thought it actually like caught Pete Dunn like in the neck a few times and like yeah really fucked him up. Like, I, they did a pretty good job of selling that. Um, oh, actually, no, I remember now because at the end the crowbar broke because it wasn't actually a fucking crowbar. It was made of like, I wrote this in my notes. It was probably made of fucking balsa wood. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a weird tangent last week yeah but it was still reinforced also would that's true that's true it probably like cheap aluminum or something, but yeah it was fucking it didn't um, hit very hard six do you guys want to talk about the six woman tag match Why it happened it? it did happen um we had a debut by wendy chu that's it's and a I character think... re it's more like a character debut than a person debut because if you don't know, that is the same girl who was Zaya uh, Z- uh, Lee's like mentor character. Yeah, and I did before not that, that, before that, she was just a wrestler. This is like her third or fourth character in NXT already. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. She was like the Mei Ying. Yeah, she was the girl yeah. in the chair. Yeah. Oh my god. Her name is. Karen Q. Yep, Karen Q. Yeah, she mailing. Uh, I saw what her at fuck? a live event with uh who's the girl on SmackDown right now? Oh, Zia Lee, right? Zia Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I, <laughs> I I saw her in a tag team match at that live event in Charleston, I think. Karen Q. Huh. That is quite interesting. I did not she know that. It. Yeah. I did not know that they were the same person. And I thought that she was wildly entertaining in this match. Yeah. I she was. had this really bad something. habit of when someone debuts, I immediately go Google them. And that's how I found that out. Um, yes. She was like, she, that's a, that's was, a, that's a it, terrible habit that you have. You shouldn't do that. It was something like she was like the, the first Chinese American. A uh, woman to sign with WWE or something like that. I thought that was Zia Lee. No, she was also in the 2018 May Ying Classic. No, oh, maybe it was. May I Yang. don't know. Yeah, the May Ying Classic. <laughs> the May Young. <laughs> uh, oh, we're all going to hell. Um, I have a question. Uh, before we get to the main event, um, MSK walking up to the Dusty Cup and being like, look, here it is. Like, didn't they win last year and shouldn't they have had it this entire time? And them walking up on the Dusty Cup, like that shouldn't have been like, a, oh, here's this trophy we won a year ago. That was like a very much what the fuck moment for me. Guess I, on- I don't think a trophy that big was something you carry around for an entire year no i don't think you carry it around i think one of them should keep it in their house and or their 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 bag no uh, also too big for a bag no not, not with not their mary their poppins bag. bag they got that mary poppins bag dog oh yeah that's true they should have had it in if their it mary poppins bag. In that bag that's true they should have had it in the mary poppins bag yeah it's only one trophy. It's like the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's huge. It's humongous. Why would you want that in your house? 
because you earned it and won it. I don't know. You gotta, you gotta move furniture out of the way. So you're telling me you're telling around. me right now if you won the dusty cup, you wouldn't put it in your house or the Stanley. I don't know cup. if I have a. I don't know how if I have a place for that. I'd have to move other furniture out of the way. But you would move furniture out of the way for it, wouldn't you? But I'd have to find a place where my cats and my kids couldn't get into it. I don't know if I even have a place like that. <laughs> you disgust me. All right. Um. Oh, God. You guys want to hey, talk Karen about? Karen so- Q was in uh, the May Young classic, by the way. I just googled it. <laughs> All right, you're right. Um, do you guys want to talk about Sokoa and Boa? It it was a thing that didn't end. Yeah, kind of. They they beat the shit out of each other. Um. All right, Styles and Waller. Match the week. Match the week. Very Hands good. Down. Very very good. I enjoyed the shit out of this. Dude, Waller's so fucking ready for the fucking main card. He's ready. Move he needs, up. If 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 Grayson Waller is not in the Royal Rumble, and I will say this right now, until unless they announce Grayson Waller in the Royal Rumble, he is my who not on the card will make an appearance. Right now. I'll say it right now. It's a good pick. I'll say it right now. Grayson Waller, my who not on the card will make an appearance. Because you know who it's not? Bailey. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. No, I, I think that's a good pick because I, I there's no way this guy doesn't move up immediately. And I wouldn't be shocked if he throws AJ Styles out of the rumble. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we see this match again at WrestleMania or something. At Mania? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if they move Waller up that fast. Hmm. He's, he's already on the he's, mic. He's, he's already been ring. he's already been on Raw. Like I would not be surprised to see him on Raw the night after the Rumble, and start talking shit about AJ Styles. Con- yeah, well, continue talking that, shit. That's perfect because it works perfectly that we can end the LA Knight storyline between now and then, and then he sh- he moves up. Exactly. That means they have like two, three weeks to end that storyline. That's really all you need. LA Knight's back. Yeah. So AJ Styles uh, won the match against Grayson Waller and said, I would like to introduce you to one of my friends. And it was LA Knight. Um, I don't know how how they're friends. Were they ever in impact together? No, they were clearly, they were never overlapping. And there's no way. Then, uh, well, I don't know how they're friends, other than like you know, obviously people will talk. Yeah, he's from he's he was in an Impact from 2015 to 2019. AJ was definitely gone by 2015. Hmm. Well, I have no idea then. Interesting. He left Impact in 2014 and was in New Japan from 2014 to 2016 before debuting in WWE in 2016. Well, I don't know then. Neither way, they're friends, allegedly, according to AJ allegedly. Styles. Yeah, Maybe. we have to say that for legal purposes. Um, all right, let's move on to Dynamite. Let's finish up with Dynamite and then trivia. Um, we got some Adam Cole and Britt Breaker screen time together for the first time on on television. Yeah, that's really that all of the good stuff that came out of that intro. That intro was 
kind of a repeat of everything we've already talked about. Not much new in this intro until Britt Baker comes out and then uh, steals Adam Cole's kisses. Yeah, I mean, it kind of resulted in that they are going to have a mixed tag match on Dynamite next week. Uh, Cole and Baker versus Statlander and Orange Cassidy. That's pretty much that. Um, MJF and Punk. This was Dude. meh. It was kind yeah, of predictable. The, is... the outcome was super predictable. From the minute Wardlow started hitting those fucking power bombs. And MJF was... MGF started getting up on the ra- on the on the ringside yeah. and was like powerbomb him again. And I was like, okay, eventually Punk is just gonna roll him up and win. I didn't I didn't know if it, I had two thoughts in my mind and I said them both out loud. I was like, either they're gonna roll him up on one of these or MJF's gonna get someone disqualified. Like he's gonna yeah. go get someone disqualified to cause the winner to be Wardlow, you know. But either way, we did really good job pushing the Wardlow break. But also selling Wardlow over. Oh yeah, Wardlow. Wardlow still looks like a fucking machine. Like he's still he's still awesome. He's still a beast in the ring. Yeah. So I don't think anyone is as dominant right now in AEW as Wardlow looks, and he's a top five guy now. Did you see that? mm Hmm. I think he's going to be a a TNT. If if Wardlow is not holding the TNT title at some point in this year, I will be very upset. Did you see the internet news about Wardlow? No. WWE stuff? Yep. Apparently, WWE is looking very heavily and wants to uh, pay Wardlow some big dollars when his contract with AW is up. Top dollar. Hmm. The next top dollar. Huh. Well, then. Whatever. I mean, if it happens, it happens. Um, Lance Archer is back. Whoop-dee-doo. Yep. Uh, looks like him and the Hangman are going to have a little feud here until we get to Revolution. I don't know who Hangman's going to face a Revolution, but that's still, what, another month and a half away. So I doubt it's going to be Mox. Hangman. I doubt it's going to be Hangman and Archer. I Hangman and Mox could be good. As long as Moxley comes back and is a heel. I want Moxley to come back and be a heel. Mox should. I think, I think he he's going to come be. back as a heel. I think he will be. So I could see that. Is um, it not something that you're willing to take Moxley as a neutral? I mean, yeah, I'd be willing for whatever. I just think it would come off better with Moxley as a heel. And I think Moxley should be. I, I've thought that Moxley should be a heel. I thought from the beginning that before Moxley put himself in rehab that he was going to be the one that won that tournament and that he would be turning heel. So I think this is just kind of an advancement on that. Moxley's always kind of been that character where he's like, yeah, he's supposed to be a face, but he's always got like heelish tendencies. And he hasn't been a heel. He hasn't been a heel in AEW yet. And I think he could do great things as a heel in AEW. I don't know. I just, I feel like the crowd response to him is going to be so positive. I don't know if he'll sell as a heel because of the crowd, the crowd response is going to be so over the moon. Also, also AEW does not have a top heel that works alone. Yeah. Cause everyone's in fucking factions. This no. Fucking New Japan Hang- 
Well, okay. I guess you could argue hang. <laughs> You're about to say hangman. <laughs> you could argue hangman in the dark order. Yes. Punk. Yep. No. Um, no, I don't think hangman's really with the dark order anymore. So hangman. No Danielson. No punk. No, you would argue Moxley is that next face in line that doesn't work with anybody. And I only say that he's next is because he hasn't been there in a while. They don't have any top heels that work alone. I agree. And they need one. And I think it's Moxley. I would like him better as a heel. Well, okay, then. I'm glad we're in agreement on that. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's get to the big news of the night. Uh, Brody King makes My his boy. debut. Chad, Hell go off, yeah, go off, dude. King. Go off, Chad. Dude, <laughs> holy fuck. I was so fucking stoked. My favorite Ring of Honor, dude, is finally in AEW, dude. In the House of Black. I mentioned it last week, how, like, I hated all these names of factions. I don't hate the House of Black. The House of Black is fucking awesome. It's gonna, this is gonna be a fucking awesome pairing. Brody King's here. Alistair Black has a tag team partner. And to go along with this whole thing, that bat, that vignette for Pac or Pac or whatever. Yeah, is he going to be part of them or no? No, I think he's going to be with Death Triangle still, but like it's going to be like a new. I do like the character Pac. angle that he's going to be taking where he's going to be quote unquote blind and his other senses are going to be heightened. That is yeah. something that wrestling, I think, has never done before. And it's going to be Daredevil storyline. Yeah, it's going to be fucking awesome. Do Pack and Penta versus Alistair Black, sorry, Malachi Black and Brody King are four of my favorite people in all of AEW, like four of my top 10 all at once. I don't even know who I'm going to cheer for. I fucking love it. JR, JR called Black, uh, Alistair Black this week. Just wanted to Ooh. point that out. Just another blunder, but we love you, JR. Oh, boy. Brody King's here, folks. Finally, after a week, you can't be upset at him. He just got, he literally just got out of the chemotherapy. You can't be upset. I didn't say anything. I just said, oh, boy. Yeah, you sound like you're upset. Yeah, Yeah, you you sound like you're really upset about that, bud. No, not upset. Mm. My my Alistair Black t shirt collection is not very upset by that. Um, I don't know. Do we really have anything else for AEW? Like Sammy Guevara beat Daniel Garcia, like we all expected. Dude, and it looks like we're gonna get a main event. Yeah, we're gonna get it like a maybe an Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho rivalry, which sure, whatever. Dude, this whole thing just needs to end. It's all bad. Whatever happens during it, I'll watch it, but yeah, it's it's not enticing whatsoever. So Joe, do you have anything else for AEW? No, I don't have anything. Joe's been studying trivia for the last week since I <laughs> crushed him. You won three to one in a ten question quick trivia question. Listen, jackass. <laughs> um, before we before we start with trivia, I have a question for the two of you because I meant to ask this last week and I forgot. So this is this has to do with day one. If you've already seen the answer to this question, then I'll just go fuck myself and I'll cut this. But 
at day one, Brock Lesnar became the fifth person to win the WWE championship in three different decades. Who were the other four to do it? Three different decades. Yes. The Rock. The Rock is one of them. John Cena. Triple. John Cena is not one of them. Triple H. Triple H is one of them. Two out of four. All right, so Hulk Hogan, uh, Hulk Hogan is another one. There's see. one more. I don't think. All right, so I'm going to say who I don't think it is. I don't think it's Edge because he retired in 2011. I don't think he had a title reign then. Well, he hasn't had a title reign in 2020 or the well, 90s. Well, yeah, think about somebody who had like a title reign in the – 2000s 2010s 2020s or 90s 2000s 2010s yeah that's what i'm thinking about so so edge debuted in 98 so that like 98 and 2011 like does not does not compute um you guys have gotten three out of four hogan rock and triple h (laughs) you're missing the the only one that's done it in the 2000s 2010s 2020s 2020s yeah. Goldberg, not Goldberg. Goldberg. It's, w, it's WWE Championship. All right, Taker has never won it in the 2020s. Taker also won it in the 90s. Yeah, he won it in the 90s, not the, but not the 2010s. Yeah, I don't think he won it in the 2010s. He didn't because he's not the answer to the question. Uh, let's see. Going backwards, I can't believe you guys haven't gotten this yet. It's it's Brock, Biggie. He won it from Bobby Lashley, who won it from McIntyre. The Miz. Oh, who from? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Bobby won it from the Miz. The Miz, who won it from McIntyre, the who Miz. won it from the Miz. It's, it's the, Miz. the Miz. It's not the Miz. No, it's not the Miz. Miz, Miz didn't win it until after like, 2010. Miz won it in 2011. Yeah. So the Miz, uh, the Miz, Miz won it from Drew McIntyre, who won it from who? Who won it? Brock Lesnar. Won it. Nope. McIntyre was won Drew's, the W. Was that Drew's first or second reign? Randy Orton. Second reign. Randy it's Orton. Randy, it's Randy Orton. Yeah, I was. Well, Randy Orton debuted in the nine. Oh, no, twenty no. or two thousands. Twenty. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I was. <laughs> I was thinking nineties. I that forgot took you that guys we were way in. too long. Well, yeah, I forgot we were in a new decade. I knew he debuted in the 2000s, and I I combined the 2000s and the 2010s for whatever reason. All right, so I forgot that like one month reign that Randy Orton had from Drew. I forgot yeah. that was a thing. Um, yeah, he, so, yeah, I forgot about that too. So trivia this week and for the next couple of weeks is going to be Royal Rumble related. We are talking all things Royal Rumble here in the next couple of weeks. So we're going to be doing Royal Rumble trivia. And we've already discussed from last week that we've added a lifeline that you can use once per the five questions. All of these questions are multiple choice, but Chad's not asking them as multiple choice. So we can use it once per game or once per match that we can hear all of the uh, multiple choice answers. So that's the one lifeline that Joe and I can use. Chad. I'll turn it over to you for the Royal Rumble trivia for this right. week. 
We're going to start off with really old school Royal Rumble trivia. Are you ready for some original? <laughs> I would like Joe. I would like Joe to go for as the reigning champion. I would like Joe to go first. And being that okay. you want that, we'll go the other way around. Oh, no, Joe. Joe's going to go first. We're going to do 12 questions, three from each section of this book on the first four chapters of the Royal Rumble. Are you ready? Wait, uh, 12 questions each? Or no. six, six questions each? Three questions, four chapters, 12 total. Six questions per person. Okay. Okay, are you ready? I guess. All right, Joe's going first. I'm going to okay. start with an easy one. Underhand throw. Who won the first ever Royal Rumble? No way. Are you serious? Joe. Joe. Are you serious? Joe, are you serious? Just it's say Hulk Hogan. Ball. I mean, the, the underhanded throw. Just say Hulk Hogan, dude. You can use your lifeline. You can use your lifeline. He's... <laughs> He hasn't moved. He hasn't moved. He's thinking so hard, but he has no idea who won. Uh, he finally just took a breath. Who won the first Royal Rumble? You just watched that, didn't you, Chad? I did. I know all the answers to this entire section. I'm very happy about it. Yeah, you're literally you're the one with the book and you can read the answers. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I didn't need that though. I watched this like two weeks ago. We need a time, we need a time limit. Joe, come on. Uh Bruno Sammartino. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan, final answer. For the win on question one, the answer was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And Dylan has stolen one point in the first round. I literally Dylan, you... would have never gotten that and probably won't get any of these other ones. So, well, they're not all from these early rumbles, but I'm really glad you didn't get that one because I'm not going to get a lot of these. All right, go ahead, Chad. All right, Dylan, how many entrants were in the first Royal Rumble match? Fuck 20. 20. Final answer. That is Final. correct. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, Dylan with two and O. Oh. All right. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Dad finally Joe. sat up and now he burped. <laughs> he finally burped for the first time. <laughs> All righty then. Uh, Joe, are you ready for your second question? Mm. Joe, what man lasted the longest in the first ever Royal Rumble match? Ooh. Bruno Sermatino. Bruno Sammartino wasn't wrestling in the 80s. This happened in 1988, okay? Um, I'm going to guess Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, final answer. That is not correct. Uh, I don't know. That was a tough one. Brett the Hitman Hart was the Ooh. first entrant, and one was the, who's also in the last five. Son so, of a bitch. Yep. All right. It is two to zero, Dylan. And it is your question. Are you ready? Oh, shit. Are we moving away from the 80s? No. 
Oh fuck. <laughs> We're not quite there yet. What what is I thought you said there's three 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 three. There's like three yeah. questions from each era. Three questions from each chapter, and they move in chronological order. Okay, so what's this question from? 1989 and 1990. Fuck. Okay. I'm never going to get a point. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dylan. Why couldn't we move from like most recent to the like least recent? Then we're going to be jumping around. I I don't know how to keep track of all this shit. So wait, is every question that you ask us going to be from like the late 80s, early 90s today? Would you like me to go more recent? Well, because yeah. then I was just about to announce the final score two to zero. <laughs> Fine, I'll go from the most recent chapter in this book, and I then we'll think, go back and forth. I don't think okay. we. I think we should just not go before 1997 because that's when we started watching these retro pay per views. All right, we'll work backwards then. We'll work backwards. Right. But I think we should keep the current score as two to zero. Oh Jesus! Because okay. those were easy. Those were questions. All right. Royal Rumble. Fourth question. The chapter chapter is 2006-2007. Oh, fuck. Okay. And the Royal Rumble? Yeah, Royal Rumble 2006-2007. We're going to go with this question here. Undertaker won 2007 Royal Rumble after entering from what position? 30 final answer to find the answer hold on it's 30 that is correct yeah you don't have 30. to fact check me it's 30 there's a fucking answer key i'm gonna check the answer key <laughs> jesus it is three nothing are you ready joe yes who set a new record for longevity in the ring in a royal rumble on his way to winning royal rumble 2006 2006? Yes. If Joe doesn't get this oh. right, this is going to be a fucking... Wait, 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 wait. Was that, uh, was that the year Rey Mysterio won? I don't know. Was, was it? Answer? I think it was. I'm going with Rey Mysterio. Damn it. That is correct. Nice. I got a point. I was going to say, if he doesn't get that right, like this is going to be a fucking bloodbath. All right. It's three to one. Are you ready for the final question of the 2006-2007? Yes. It's to you, Dylan. I'm going to pick the hardest question in the book. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. I like this one. Let me get the answer pulled up here. What ECW representative lasted the longest in the 2007 Royal Rumble? Fuck. I'm going to use my lifeline. I want to hear the answers. Rob Van Dam. CM Punk, Tommy Dreamer, Sandman. CM Punk, final answer. That is correct. CM yeah. Punk. Fuck. I wanted to say CM Punk, and I just didn't know if I was going to say CM Punk or Bobby Lashley, honestly. But All right. Moving yeah. back a chapter. Good luck, Joe. Oof. Okay. Chapter is Royal Rumble 2004-2005. These are my favorites. Let's go. I'm going to get all of these right. 
You can ask Joe the two easiest questions and ask me the hardest one. I yeah, don't care. Well, you're winning by three. Fuck off. I'm going to get them right. It doesn't matter. All right. Joe, whom did Batista last eliminate when he won Royal Rumble 2005? <laughs> I don't like the I don't like these chapters are so easy. Just watching Joe's face during this. As the the person who doesn't watch all that much or didn't watch all that much like old school wrestling. Old school. This is like when we were kids, dude. Yeah, when I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling. You should yell at your parents about that. It's yeah. not my fault. Sounds like they're a bunch of prudes. Uh I'll use my lifeline. All right. The answers are Kane, Ric Flair, Edge, or John Cena? John Cena. That is correct. Yeah. Good job. The score is four to two. Dylan. Yeah. Whom did Undertaker face in a casket match at Royal Rumble 2005? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I thought these were about the Royal Rumble match. He fuck. says it's in the section for Royal Rumble 2005. Um, fuck. He already used his lifeline. Yeah, I know. That's why I picked this question. <laughs> um, fuck. All right, so it would have been somebody on SmackDown. It wasn't. It wouldn't have been JBL. Oh. No, it wouldn't have been JBL. Wouldn't have been Cena. Wouldn't have been Booker T. Wouldn't have been Eddie. Fuck. Would have been somebody fucking stupid. Would have been somebody really, really stupid. Uh, Undertaker casket match, 2005, Royal Rumble. There should be a time limit on this thing. Yeah. I don't know. Booker T, final answer. Mm, that was one of the options. I figured. But it was not Booker T. The answer was Heidenreich. What you who the fuck is that? All right. <laughs> First of all, Joe should have been given an option to steal. Second of all, Joe would have never gotten that, so it's fine. <laughs> who is Heidenreich? I totally forgot about Heidenreich. At one point, he was part of the the redo Legion of Doom with yeah. Road Warrior Animal. Oh, I can't terrible. wait! I can't wait to get to 2004, 2005 SmackDown pay per views when Joe gets to see the Hawk and um, Heidenreich Legion of Doom. It's Animal. Hawk was dead. That's what I said. The Animal and Heidenreich Legion of <laughs> Legion of Doom. All right, Joe, are you ready? Uh, as I'll ever be. What was the result of the last man standing match for the World Heavyweight Championship between Triple H and Shawn Michaels at Royal Rumble 2004? The last man standing match between Triple H and who? Shawn Michaels. Triple H and Shawn Michaels? Royal Rumble 2004. I feel like there aren't too many <laughs> There's not too many options here. It was either Triple H or Shawn Michaels, right? There are four multiple choice options. And I've already used my lifeline. You have. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the answer to this one. A last man standing match. Huh. What would WWE book as the outcome of a last man standing match? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you just give me a hint? Kind yep. of. What would WWE book? I feel like there should be a time limit on this, you know? uh what would wwe book something that would piss the fans off for sure yep (laughs) what would piss you off was it a draw is that your answer that's not an option it's not an option you have to be more specific wait i have to be more specific so i'm close maybe maybe a tie the same word that's just, just fucking synonym. give it to him. What is it? Uh, do you want to steal it. Dylan? Just give it. Isn't it a double count out with Triple H retaining? Like it's it's that's a draw. All right, so we'll give it to you. It was a double count out, is the answer. Jesus Christ. I'm so disappointed in WWE. It was an E at this point. Yeah, I think it, it was. was. Yep. Jesus Christ, that's so disappointing. All right, so four to three is our score, and we have three questions left. Are you ready, Dylan? Yeah. Dylan's at four? Yes. Uh, is this still the 0405 era? No, we're moving on to the last three questions. This is from 0203. Fuck. Okay. Uh, Who drew number one and was also the first man eliminated from Royal Rumble 2003? Fuck. So I have a feeling that I feel I think Chris Jericho lasted really long in this Royal Rumble. Fuck, man. Let's see who was really not given a shit about at WrestleMania 19, but also was good enough to be the number one entrant. I'm going to go with Matt Hardy. That is incorrect, Joe. Fuck. Can you repeat the question? Absolutely. Who drew entry number one and was also the first man eliminated from Royal Rumble 2003? 2003? What's the score? Four to three. You're winning. Four to three. I should not have given you that answer. I should have just let uh, you say Triple H one. Well, that wasn't the question. From the last question. Uh, I don't know. Dylan said Dylan said Matt, right? Yeah. Ah, fuck. Like 2003. Yes. Ray Mysterio? That was an option on the four. Really? Dylan, you you were really close, Dylan, when you said there was a Chris Jericho push in this match because the person who eliminated this person was Chris Jericho. Yeah, he entered number two, right? I don't remember which number he eliminated, uh, he entered, but he eliminated this person. Who was it? 
Shawn Michaels, which Fuck. led to the WrestleMania match between Chris Jericho and Shawn Michaels. God damn it. I hate my life. Four to three. And we go to Joe for this next question. Are you ready, Joe? As I'll ever be. Who shockingly eliminated The Undertaker from Royal Rumble 2002? 2002? (laughs) I have no fucking idea. I'm almost positive you probably, if you don't know the answer right off your head, you've probably never heard of this person. You know the answer, Dylan? Yeah. This is like an all-time classic WWE Royal Rumble moment. This person eliminating Undertaker? Yes. I don't know. I guess I'll say Kane. Maven. I know it's not the right answer. Maven, final answer. The answer was Maven. Ugh. All right, well, it's five to three with one question left, so Dylan will be crowned champion again Yay. today. Yay! But we'll do, the, we'll do the... Points. I want points. We'll do the last match. Just to... Shits and giggles, you know. Since we're already then, I'm gonna pull this from an old one. Fuck off. Are you ready? Yeah. Who won Royal Rumble 1989? Is that the second one? That's true. Yes. Fuck. Oh shit! 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 That's some good shit. Some good shit. I want to say it's Hogan, but I feel like it's not. I feel like it's somebody fucking stupid. <sighs> Fuck. It's somebody really fucking stupid that never did yes. anything else. Yes. <sighs> oh, um, oh, Big John Stud. That is correct. Big John Stud. Was the second Royal Rumble winner? Hacksaw Jim Duggan was the first. That uh, final score: twelve questions, six to three. Dylan, Dylan got half those questions right. Let's go. I did way better this time. We can't do Royal Rumble again next week. I don't have that many questions. Seriously? We will. We will be digging real deep if I have to do Royal Rumble for. I three thought you had more than one book. Uh, oh yeah, I do. Have just, other I can check other books. Yeah, you have other just, books. Just, just go so two thousand. So many, you have so many cri- trivia questions. I could, just do some I could more recent spend, like, trivia. I could, I could do like twenty minutes of research and come up with like six questions. Yeah, 10 questions if you just like do two thousand twelve on, I'll. I feel like I'll be w- w- way more well versed. <laughs> I will prepare two weeks of recent trivia. How about that? All, All right. right, and then we'll see how Joe does. Um, next, I've watched most of the Royal Rumble since 2012. I'm excited that we're in Rumble season because I'm going to start watching a bunch of Rumbles here. Um, but next week we're going to have another retro pay per view Survivor Series 1998, the Deadly Games Tournament. Joe's never seen it, so he's excited. Oh, yay! Chad and I have both seen it. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, the endings interesting to say the least um and then we're gonna have the weekly recap from smackdown and rampage tonight on through dynamite next week 
uh we didn't really have we don't have any important shows coming up this week like no like major events that i can think of so yeah we're just gonna be recapping all that normal weekly wrestling that and uh some more royal rumble trivia next week as always you can follow us on twitter at ddt wrestlepod we've been the drunk dudes dylan chad and joe and we will catch you on down the road Yeah.